I swear by heaven, I'll kill you all. All adds up to a sinister riddle. Hello? Batman speaking. What kind of creature would gobble up a bird in a tree? The penguin. How come Batman doesn't dance anymore? You grace us with your presence. The whole world in our presence. Prepare Batcopter for immediate takeoff. To the Batmobile. gentlemen and welcome to another Thursday night and you've joined us for another opportune evening because we have two fantastic guests here in the quiz arena we have Angela Blake the person who runs the smartphone Flickrfest film festival and returning fantastic guest that's right, it's Vincent Parfit, the magic man. Woo! Welcome, guys. And of course, Rihanna Elizabeth Irons. Welcome. Woo! Yes, hello. hello. Welcome, Vincent. Oh, looking psychedelic. I love it. Awesome. Mm. I'm talking about the moustache, of course. Yes. Mm. And welcome, Angela Blake. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Richard. Oh, fantastic. And Rihanna. Anytime. Yes, anytime. Yes. Welcome to the Quiz Arena, where we're going to have some fun and festivities here tonight. But before we do, I'd love to talk about some of the things that you guys are doing. The Smartphone Flickrfest, the SF3 out there. Fantastic film festival that... I
told you them gremlins they're right at it again hello phil robinson welcome back yes i'm so sorry we're around the corridor we got about four minutes into it before they cut us off but uh it's the quickest uh, thing that's already happened so i'm instantly going to give uh, each of our contestants five points so we're going to bring it back to our quiz arena screen exactly after all that five points one two three four five one two three four five and hopefully everybody else will be able to join us or it's just kicked us off all of the multi-screaming platforms that my computer obviously couldn't handle um you got gizmo out that's why i i i, I can't blame that face but you know what? No water, no liquids around him. It'll be like an Edward saying, no liquids. I'm fiercely allergic to them. Um, I, I'm going to blame the midnight snack that we had last night. Oh, dear. You can't feed them after midnight. Don't dice them on the midnight hour. Oh, I, I didn't feed him. I fed Shadow. <laughs> oh, okay, good. That's all right. Anyway, though, we were right in the middle of talking to Angela Blake about the SF3 Film Festival. So, yes, I've got up here over the side here. So, yes, please do um, tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, so we are open for entries uh, now. We are a festival where you have to shoot all your films on a smartphone. So I was saying, Richard, you came along to see our mini category, yes. uh, which uh, had a film by Steve McGraw, who's a really great filmmaker and I know a good friend of yours, yes. and uh, he makes amazing films. So we have our mini category for three minutes or less and we have our gala category, which is films 20 minutes or less. We have a category for kids that's for 16 years and under, for filmmakers, uh, we have a 360 VR category and we have a feature film category and all films must be shot completely on smartphones or tablets. Okay. Uh, and we have over $50,000 in prizes, uh, including mentorships and um, apps and lenses and microphones and phones, of course, and iPads and amazing stuff. Um, and we have some great ambassadors like Philip Noyce and Creve Stenders and Kerry Armstrong and the list goes on, an amazing judging panel. So, yeah, oh. there's, we just want everyone to, to make films um, yeah. for us and come and be a part of what we do. Oh, that's so fantastic, especially because everybody has the capacity in their phones. Everyone's got one. Like I, I say phones, it's much more of a camera and a laptop more in a pocket or a tablet, smartphone device. Uh, but that's fantastic. It's bring that options out there too, because I think to the amount of times that even in commercials, you need to see the progression of a story arc happening. And so you can do that in images alone, three separate images, but down in three minutes, you have to get that big story. You know, everyone got, everyone's got a feature out there, but can you say it in three minutes? Can you say it one one sentence and, and have us hooked. That's so great. So thank you so much for coming along here. Oh, Thanks, Richard. Anytime. Uh, and Vinny as well out there, we have, uh, you told us as well off air that Magic is just about to drop out there onto the uh, streaming services, I think you said. It is. It's, uh, it's going to be put on Amazon very, very shortly. It's also going to be um, put onto about another 20 odd um, platforms. So we're going to saturate Absolutely everyone with it, and uh, hopefully uh, at least one person gets to see it. That's it, yes. Get that yeah. magic bug into them as well. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Oh, a great and, and great old stories as well, because um, there's that old adage of, like, you know, every story has already been told, but it's telling it in a new way. And a lot of the time, I think uh, uh, there are uh, a lot of review, review shows out there about movies as well, taking sort of left turns or, or um, subverting expectations, as it were. So to be able to take a classic as well and tell it not only in, in a new way, and that's not necessarily telling it out of its period, it's it's stylistic period but telling it in the new technology that we have this new high def sort of uh 
era that we have. So yeah, something to worry being an ID, quite honestly. Exactly. Yeah, we've got 4K at the moment. I worry about the 8K. How small we'll feel. Uh, <laughs> I'm just getting um, was it flashbacks to is it uh, Norma Desmond from uh, uh, Sunset Boulevard? You know, oh. I am big. It's the pictures that got small. Now got bloody 8K. It's just... <laughs> that's it. Oh, Cut some of my nose hair. It's all the nose hair, yeah, or, or looking right up them, as it were, because it's how you position the camera. Uh, mm. Exactly. And everything is a subtle art. So uh, there are some uh, different, definite film things that we're going to be looking forward to going into. And actually some of the things as well into our review show that's happening after this, which is Under the Covers, which our uh, subscribers to Patreon out there can get in and amongst. Uh, if you subscribe to the Patreon tier, you'll be able to follow uh, Rhiannon and Elizabeth Irons and I under the covers as we delve into raunchy reviews. So yeah, join us for that one because I have a lot to say about the green screen this week. Uh, surprising how much I actually get technical in this sort of a review show but uh, yeah you can join us with that um hello to everybody else out there thank you for joining us again we have jordan messenger saying yes the gremlins yes you you're from movie world as well so like you know you're used to them i'm sure at least i'm sure they're still hovering in the background just keep them away from the rides uh and the morgue is back as well with ghoul fiends so fantastic to see you out there always playing along and the team effort is always supplied as well hands up from all different places waving and saying i know the answer because yeah we're supportive of all generations here as well. So if you do know anybody else in the household, get them involved and get them involved in the chat as well. Our fourth round is up to you guys out there, the viewers at home, to comment in the chat in our multiple choice round of Quiz Arena Tournament Fun. So yes, our first three rounds though is up to you guys, uh, Angela Blake and Vincent Parfit. So you're going to be playing along at home. And we do have some new games out there. So we also have some classics as well, some that we haven't seen for quite a while and one that we been wanting to get to for a little bit more as well, especially uh, for those of you who saw our Disney special. Uh, so, yes. Uh, Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons as well. I do believe you might have some uh, entertainment news out there. Oh, you know that I do, darling. Of course. Well, it was announced earlier today, so fans of Avatar, listen up and listen good, because Avatar 2 officially has a title. Writer-director James Cameron finally debuted a teaser trailer for the long-awaited, highly anticipated sequel at CinemaCon. Uh, Avatar, The Way of Water, there's its title, The Way of Water, is set to release at event cinemas on December 15th. Avatar, if you're a fan of the original movie, will be getting a re-release in event cinemas around about September 22nd this year. So check it out. And uh, from what I can tell, there's about five sequels in the works. So I have a feeling Avatar will be here for some time. Wow. We have heard the rumor of the multiple sequels of Avatar. And I guess that's the principle behind an Avatar, isn't it? And, you know, it's, it's the sim that never ends. Um, but there was, it was, yeah, five, I think five of them was the, originally in the, the, the touting of the story. So I wonder if it's going to end up getting to that sort of thing. It's, it's going to be like, you know, everyone's going to be in, uh, in a care facility turning around and going, yes, oh, we're all along for the ride again with Sigourney Weaver. Or at least they're going to be possibly doing the face replacement. I don't know if you guys have heard out there, but have you heard about the new film that they're talking about doing with James Dean in the lead? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Wow. Yeah, so we're talking about Ooh, refacing. That sounds dark. I know, doesn't it? Wow. It's it's the idea of refacing and uh, capturing people in uh, the 
3D form as well as the facial recognition form uh, to be able to, yeah, recast films later on, either get them played as other actors and then reface them or, yeah, have a complete CGI character. So it'll be a, a full-sized golem that you'll be walking around. Andy Circus will be getting a lot of work. So is that. <laughs> do you know it's that actually I what went... they did. It was what I, they did I in the Fast and the Furious oh, film when Paul Walker died. They had his brother come in and physically play the part, but then they put Paul Walker's face over the top. Yes, oh, that's, well, that's exactly. sad. <laughs> that's yeah. sad. Uh, that would be heartbreaking for the brother to do that, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you know that I saw um, uh, a show two years ago, I think it was, it was uh, Elvis Hologram. So they had a symphony yeah. orchestra playing Elvis songs and Elvis was performing as a hologram. Yeah. which was very strange but so kind of surreal. good as well because i got to see elvis you know in concert that's right yes well especially because they had um what was it the michael jackson hologram as well that was happening uh happened in america oh, yeah. and the car was sorry abba was it abba? did they do abba of abba um when they were you know i think that's the concert that's going around is the uh abba when they were younger um because they obviously now look older they uh <laughs> They are not going to perform again, but they have all of their new songs being performed by the younger images of themselves. Oh, wow. wow. That's sort of taking that whole Rocky Horror Picture Show, you know, how everyone uh, act, does the action out the front and just replays with the music and the, the visual in the background. It's taking it to that next level, isn't it? Oh, hmm. It's amazing. Uh, uh, the new Reface technology. And I think Kanye West as well um, uh, did a hologram of Tupac Shakur. Um, you did, yeah. Yeah. Um, so th that's it. And that we've discussed Pepper's ghost technique, which is the same yeah. thing that they used at the Disneyland parks in the uh, Haunted Mansion, uh, which is that's a... That's the best ride ever. Isn't it? It's so good. Oh, my God. So good. Yeah. And uh, when you're going around on the upper level and you look down into the party scene where they're all dancing around, uh, they use the Pepper's ghost technique by having an angled piece of uh, beam splitter glass, uh, which is angled just at the right angle so that it's reflecting what's happening underneath the roller coaster ride area uh, which is the whole people a bunch of people dancing and they look ghostly because it's sort of semi-transparent so i've heard reports of someone firing a gun at the glass but other people have said that they've fired a um slingshot or something at the glass that's caused it to crack uh and they've covered that up by justifying it by putting a spider and a spider's web because it looks like a spider's web okay. sort of going out so mm. yeah if you uh, do go along and there are videos on the internet of people doing ride-throughs where you can just make out the little spider on top so yeah because it was far too expensive to replace the whole big split of glass so they just went yeah let's do it that way so i'd really love to see uh just the projection of someone cleaning the window yes yeah i wonder if they just go on the ride and they just go past <laughs> they have to go around again and they have to do the next one yeah oh that'd be great there's this, there's a sketch in that somewhere i don't know where but i think we just wrote it um, and so your three-minute SF3 mini film. That's it. We're already <laughs> in the SF3. So, yeah, we're just yeah. going to uh, uh, clip a highlight out of this show and we're into it. Oh, no. That's it. <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> stuff. Uh, well, as we said before, uh, Vincent Parfit has played before in our original uh, Reformation, which was resurrected straight out of nostalgia way back in season one. Uh, and I'm not too sure if you won in that episode, um, but because I, I keep on wanting to say you're here to either reclaim your crown or you're here to uh, win for the first time. Sustain it. That's it, yeah. But who knows? The points don't matter here, so it's all about fun. Fun, fun, fun. You better have fun. Uh, otherwise, you know, I'll break your legs. Um, exactly. <laughs> what do you don't think? Don't have legs. 
No, no legs. Yeah, sans legs, as it were. Uh, oh, all the world's is a stage. Um, I've also just popped uh, a link to this uh, video in the previous video's link. So if you are looking to tell people out there, this live stream is uh, Quizarena Live 30A interactive movie trivia live stream. So that's for everyone playing at home. Um, and who is playing at home out there, Ree? Well, we have our usual suspects are all back. So, hello, Jordan, Phil. I did see Lux Boko a little bit earlier. So, yes. Alex, if you're still there. Donovan, we've got Google Fiends back at the morgue. And hi, Kate. It's good to see you on here today. Uh, yeah, all are here. We've got Madame Macabre in the audience as well. So, hello. From North Carolina, I believe I read before uh, the Gremlins got a hold of us. Beautiful. Awesome. Welcome. I'm so sorry about the Kremlins taking over like that, but you know, if, if there's one thing this show likes, it's a it's a shelved joke and whatnot better than the Gremlins. Um, I, I'm waiting to get like a Gremlin little animation crashing through the wall or something like that um, with Mickey Mouse driving it. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, um, exactly. Uh, we also do have uh, a shout out to uh, one of our fantastic sponsors out there, which is virtualescaping.com, who is uh, giving away a virtual escape room that you guys can play with your friends or teammates. <laughs> well, who knows if they'll be friends after you play along with them. Uh, but you can win that as well uh, by going over to our video that we did, Rhiannon and Elizabeth Irons and I, uh, over at, uh, what was it, the New, uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, uh, celebrations. We saw a whole bunch of fireworks, that's right, explosions going off in Queensland and in New South Wales um, to usher in the new year. So all you've got to do is comment underneath that, 2022 something. It can be the aspirations that you have for the year, what you want to do, what you don't want to do, what you wish you do less of, um, or that you, in fact, can do a do-do. I don't know. My, mine's always in the gutters, but I've got to save that for under the covers. Uh, you know. Anyway. Yes, you do, because we have a special guest coming under the covers tonight. Oh, we do? Fantastic. Yes, I got an alert on my phone earlier today. Seems there's been a breakout at Arkham. Oh, another breakout. Oh, fantastic. It's yes. always so salacious. So we look forward to seeing that and seeing who joins us there. So um, great stuff. We also do have a link in our bio for the link to that New Year's Eve special that you can jump on over there and see that. So yes, um... Now, guilty pleasures. I'm a stickler for things that, like, you know, have motivated us uh, both in our career in the arts and or sciences, uh, but also in our day-to-day -day life. Do you guys out there have a guilty pleasure? Angela, do you have something that, you know, it, whether it be music or a film or a, a video game or a board game, anything that's something that you have a guilty pleasure love to do? Um, yeah, I do at the moment. I, I've been writing a lot of grant applications for uh, my film festival and I put on um, terrible reality TV shows. Uh, my current one is Selling Sunset um, and I've never been a reality TV fan, but there's something about it. Um, that helps me write grants. I don't know if it helps <laughs> me write them better, but it helps me write them. So that's my latest guilty pleasure. I stay up till 2 or 3 a.m., that's... Just watching reality TV shows. Wow, just that's terrible, isn't them. it? No, 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 it's <laughs> great. I think it's uh, something that everybody does, uh, especially whether or not it's like, you know, reflecting and going, oh, I can see myself and what they're doing or the decisions they're making uh, or, or just looking into the, uh, the Alice in the Looking Glass sort of like, you know, reflections on society as well. Yeah. But, well, then it makes me go internet shopping because they're all dressed up so fabulous. And that's it. it's so easy. You know, I feel like a dag. So I'm like, oh, I better do some internet shopping now. Yeah. So it's, 
this terrible knock-on effect. And if you've got it enabled, exactly, they're always listening. So, you know, you mentioned one thing to a friend and say, oh, I saw this and that's a nice outfit. And then suddenly it's all in your feed. And you that's know, right. Oh, and they're always so cheap. And then you end up getting like, you know, look at the, the checkout and it's like, oh, no, i got to pull back. <laughs> um, that's it. Yeah. Honey should get onto us uh, and like, you know, let us know about that. Um, beautiful stuff. So good to see as well, people out there. Hello, SF3 as well. Fantastic. We've got Ghoul Fiends as well. And Darren, welcome from the LA as well. And Lux Voco as well, playing back along here as well. Been a previous guest on here as well. He made the uh, 3D environment, both that you see here, our TVs and our fan, our circular fan, and our head over there in formaldehyde over on, on that side, uh, but also our intro as well and our intro music. The original theme music was done by him too. Uh, and listening back to it, David Callan did make reference to the deer deer stalker game or the deer hunter theme uh, and it does sound eerily similar it's got that sort of like piano motif that sort of goes through but uh, like I was saying before nothing is original and we're paying homage to all things so that's kind of how we get around the census um, beautiful uh, but all of our senses will be engaged tonight as we get into uh, four rounds of fun and who knows what could happen because we have an oldie but a goodie up there we have a new game and we have a couple of games we've never played before but we've seen up there and uh, I personally really want to get into it. And if you've been uh, on our Patreon subscriber, you've played one of those games. At least, how do I explain these? One-fifth of the game, if you have one game to get into it, and then four, I don't know. You'll work it out as I work it out in the games as we play. Um, but what about you, Vinny? Do you have any guilty pleasures that sort of is something that you love going back to? I love watching, um, actually, um, mainly very old Either movies, TV shows, or um, like, have you ever seen The Invaders? Oh, The Invaders. I don't think so. It's, it's like a thing of the uninvited. Files built around a, an architect that's, um, that, that in reality is uh, being hounded by aliens that look just like us. And, you know, it's that spooky feeling which you don't get in real life because there really isn't anything that spooky in real life. And so I suppose that's a little bit of guilt, a bit of shame. <laughs> no, I um, that's great. A little bit of shame. Uh, and, and also things that I just don't quite understand why I watch, like uh, Escape to the Chateau. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's good. a very guilty pleasure. I, I, it should come with a warning. Escape to the Chateau, do you say? Mm. Um, a group of people that are uh, stuck in dilapidated castles throughout France. Ooh, that does sound intriguing. It, it, well, I hope so. I mean, I keep watching it. Uh, there's something <laughs> about it. I, I don't know what it is. Perhaps it's the time I'm using. Oh, no, anything in a chateau sounds great, as long as they're, um, they're using that. It's great. Yeah, darts in the chateau. Yes. Snooker in the shadow. <laughs> Saving it for under the covers, ladies and gentlemen. ridiculous. I, I don't know why I'm even putting that in the, in cool the TV show itself. He knows right what you're on about. He says Michael Rennie was in uh, The Invaders. So, oh, oh Michael yes. Rennie as well, uh, as a side note, and I showing my ill knowledge of these films, uh, Michael Rennie was here the day the Earth stood, oh, whatever, you know, science fiction from Rocky Horror Picture Show. My brain is going crazy everywhere. Rocky Horror Picture Show is right in the beginning. That's, that's uh, uh, Michael Rennie. Um, was ill the day the Earth stood still. So yeah, it's, a, it's a good. It's good. Oh, good. We've got Lux Voco's got a guilty pleasure out there as above. So ah, uh, Roy Thinnis. Yes. Oh, fantastic. He was also in the X Files for one, or perhaps even two episodes. Really? And, uh, 
He's the person who plays Daniel Vincent. Daniel Vincent. He's the architect being hounded by humans that Ooh. apparently aren't humans. Very fun. Um, I had a, a, a guilty pleasure um, indulgence the other day as I binge-watched, uh, what was it, um, The Twilight Zone. Oh, isn't it great? It's so good. I, I'd never watched them right from the beginning uh, before, um, was it Ron Serling did his intro and stuff like that? There's like three episodes or so before he ended up uh, doing it. Uh, and, oh, they're so compelling. I love it. They're like little Hitchcocks. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> there's so many of those omnibuses. Mm. Buses. Oh, so many Om of those Omnibi. omnibuses. Uh, the, Omnipoda. Uh, the... Yeah. Sounding English. Um, but, <laughs> Yeah. There's one there in the Twilight Zone, something to do with Morrow, and it's this guy just goes out into space. This is a spoiler, by the way. Oh, yeah, no. This guy goes out into space, and he's going right to come back, but he's going to be so far into space and asleep right out that he'll be the same age when he comes back, and his, oh. his love of his life is uh, just stuck going to be an 80-year-old. And, yes. And when he comes back, oh... Oh, wow. it's almost like Romeo and Juliet. It, she's decided to... This, don't listen to this if you haven't seen it. Yeah, spoilers. But I haven't got a spoiler thing, but I'll say spoilers is terrible. People sports, look like... fantastic. But she's actually decided to go out into space and remain the same age. And he's decided not to because there's been a communication failure and he ends up as an 80-year-old in front of this poor 25-year-old. Whoa! Oh. Whoa! Oh, we've all been there. <laughs> So, <laughs> oh dear, that sounds like I love those sort of star-crossed lover sort of stories, especially when time travel's involved. Um, huh. I've mentioned multiple times uh, Somewhere in Time, which is a Christopher Reeve film with Jane oh, Seymour yeah. as well. Beautiful film set in the like 1912 era as well. Just, oh, gorgeous. Um, Richard Matheson, I think, uh, was the writer, who also was the writer for um, oh, I Am Legend. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. So, yes, so many amazing things. Sorry if I'm looking around and cautious all the time because I have a couple of crayfish, or at least I had a couple of crayfish. One of them got out one time and I came out and saw him in the kitchen covered in, like, you know, dust and going, help me, um, and put him back in there. But uh, now he's gone missing again. So anytime I hear a shuffling noise, I'm looking around, hoping I don't get nipped on the, um, <laughs> the, the toes. Because, yeah, the, the big one got out. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. Um, Fantastic guilty pleasures and things like that too, and keep them coming from out there. There's something on the wing. Exactly, yes. Um, th that's the other Gremlins reference I keep um, thinking of. Uh, not only that, but the the car reference of Mole Man driving the Gremlin car next to the Simpsons uh, bus and Otto in that parody, which they did of that same uh, episode, which they remade a couple of times. John Lithgow was in it uh, once. Oh. I can't remember if it was in one of the really original ones. Um, I know, yes, we haven't seen anything yet. You haven't seen anything yet. Uh, I keep wanting as well to have some sort of segue with, it's showtime. But, you know, I used to work at Luna Park, and that's what we used to call the entertainment division, so... Um, the, uh, anyway, that's it. Beautiful stuff. Uh, well, with much, much more banter, I'm going to let you guys see our prize wheel because I've shown it off to you guys a couple of times and I think it's about time the people at home get to see our new uh, spin wheel up the back there. Um, always, yeah, always thinking of Jim Carrey references in Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Yes, so good as well. Uh, my cockatiel is going crazy off in the background, so I don't know if you can hear it, but I can hear this screaming and going, give me attention! And that's what um, Jim Carrey based his uh, characterizations, his anthropomorphism, if you will, uh, on 
uh, which was a cockatiel, um, which is the smallest of the cockatoo um, species. Um, sugar buns. Exactly, <laughs> sugar buns. That's very um, uh, Rowan Atkinson of you, Vinny. Sugar <laughs> buns. Good stuff there. Um, beautiful stuff. Uh, great. Well, let's bring up that spin wheel while I'm doing procrastinate and all up above there. So yeah, I've added a couple of things so that you guys can see the prize wheel and the scores up the top there as we spin so that we can reveal them and all play along. Um, good stuff. So our choices are You Bet Your Life, Player's Choice, Talk About Your Generation, my personal favorite, Spin Again, a Chrono Loco, Team Angela, uh, Which Day the What Stood Where, Team Vinny, Name Ooh. That Tune, The Leveler, Who Goes There, or Viewer's Choice, which of course you guys get to choose. Player's Choice, our players get to make the choice in a unilateral sort of decision-making sort of uh, way it works. Team Angela and Team Vinny. Now, if it's Team Angela's spin, then they land on that one, they're gonna get five points. But if they land on Team Vinny, when it's their spin, they're gonna lose five points and vice versa after we do our coin flip. All crazy and, and fun is more the thing. Crazy and fun. Chaos ensues and fun. Talking about your generation, of course, has been up there a couple of times. We haven't played that before, but our Patreon subscribers have. Uh, and which, uh, what day the what stood, which day the what stood where was one that was left over from our Disney special, so it's going to have some in there. And an old favourite, Who Goes There, is going to be playing along as well. The leveler, though, whoever's spin it is, if it's Angela's spin and she lands on the leveler, everyone goes to her level of points. So if she has 10 points, everyone goes to 10 points. So it's the leveler. Yay! New additions! We're gonna see if it works because we're taken off bankrupt and we can't go back now. And hopefully we'll land on You Bet Your Life because that's a game where you guys get to bet the points and risk it all. And of course we have Name That Tune, which is a new game up there. Uh, so that's gonna be a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah. Are there any uh, sort of choices at the moment? Any ones that you want to play at the moment? You know? Name That Tune. Yeah, Name me that too. Tune. That sounds fun. Yeah, awesome, fantastic. Have you guys uh, au fait at all with the original TV show? Any of them? Oh, yes. Oh, good. I remember the English one. Oh, fantastic. I know the American one and the remake. Um, so they, they, they used to say, name that tune in, and I'd give you like an three English accent. guesses. And uh, when my grandmother was playing the piano, they'd go, name that tune in a hundred. Oh, yes. She couldn't play the piano very well, unfortunately. No, no. That's, <laughs> that's why I always like to get the player pianos and then you just pretend, you know. So Exactly. It's all in the smile when that happens. <laughs> I think there's a guy who plays in Rundle Mall who they had on Spicks and Specs in some of the latest seasons. And uh, Morgan, someone Morgan and his fabulous organ, uh, something like that, some sort of euphemism. <laughs> but he would play one of those, like, you know, like, you know, it was a really cool little organ that you would always hear in the RSLs when you went to um, either play bingo or have the, um, the $5 schnitzel at the end of the week. Um, uh, but yeah, he had this sort of smile. It was all in his performance because he wouldn't make a sound. He would just be playing all of these amazing tunes and, and, and switching between them all. But yeah, I think it was in Rundle Mall and that's uh, in Adelaide. I'm pretty sure. Otherwise, I'm really selling myself under the thing um, because, of course, we were at Burke Street Mall recently and uh, Eliz Rianne Elizabeth and Irons and I were both out at Dracula's recently. Um, 
Rhiannon was at the actual Draculas up in Queensland, uh, and I myself was uh, just in uh, merry old Sydney at the Star Casino, where I got to see their touring show, The Resurrection Tour. So it was a lot of fun out there. And before we get into the spin wheel, because we've, we've had a little bit of a teaser for the spin wheel, I'm happy to have that there for a second. But the other thing is, if any of you guys did see our video before we unfortunately got cut off by the Gremlins, you might have seen a uh, trailer that played that was spliced in by the fantastic people at the Corridor Crew. If you haven't seen that, jump on over to it now. It should be listed as uh, episode 30 up there. It's only about four minutes long, but during that there is a question that is written on the screen, and uh, we're going to discuss amongst us a little things uh, about Batman, whether it be the or the original or any of the in-between, uh, as we discuss that um, project and that question. And that question, of course, was which rock star did Matt Reeves base his take of Bruce Wayne on in The Batman? So the recent Batman. So yeah, what rock star did Matt Reeves base his take of Bruce Wayne on in The Batman? It's a lot harder when I read it out. I should have read it out uh, first of all. Actually, I've been using this, so in one of the games we might actually get her to read it out, but this is one of my sort of AI receptionists who's been reading it out in this a weird Australian accent. Which rock star did Matt Reeves base his take of Bruce Wayne on in The Batman? In The Batman. The Batman. In The Batman. <laughs> Donald Bratman. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Beautiful. So if you did see that one, it's nice little homage there as well of the 1960s uh, Adam West. And um, it was a Frank Gorshin was in there. And uh, so was uh, his name is right on the tip of my tongue because he's just so beautiful and rocky that I want to kiss him. Um, Burgess Meredith. Oh, yes. Yes. That's and he's also in one of the first five. Uh, um, what is it? It's uh, the Twilight Zone. Uh, yes, you're right. Yes, so many amazing stars that are in those early ones as well, that are callbacks. Uh, and, and again, we mentioned, um, was it Sunset Boulevard before? And there's a episode, I think it's episode two or three, that's huge homage to that sort of character. Oh, and again, beautiful. People I don't out there think I chat... know who it was. Yes, well, people out there in the chat are um, commenting along. Do either of you guys know? Definitely. No, I did not know. I thought it was Adam Ant, and then I saw the chat, and of course, they're probably the right. Yes. I was, I was like, that's a bit adamantine to me. It is. Yeah, well, it is the first time they've really done the take on the, uh, the the black makeup around the Batman eyes, which, of course, you would need with that cowl and makeup and uh, sort of costuming. But any time they've done it in the past where George Clooney's ripped off his uh, cowl, he's never had the, the rings around his eyes. Um, I always thought it sort of would have worked in. And there are people out there on YouTube that have... Um, uh, doctored it in so they've like sort of 3D layered it over the top there so you can see every version of it now with the eye makeup in it um, but yes Vinny what were you uh, thinking because people have mentioned it out there what <laughs> rock star did Matt Reeves base his take on Bruce Wayne on in The Batman well it's um, it can only be one person it, yes <laughs> I, I have <laughs> one answer uh, I love well, it it's obviously Michael Jackson it's no <laughs> No, it's not Michael Jackson, unfortunately no, not. Enough. But people out there in the chat, they have got it. So if you guys want to name any of the names that they have mentioned out there. Uh, as Kurt we show... Cobain. Kurt Cobain, yes, you get the points. Must be. Nicely yes. done. 
Yes. I got the hang of this game. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. I'll rely on the people out there because unfortunately, <laughs> our people in the um, chat out there can't accrue any points until our fourth round. But in that fourth round, they'll be relying on our two special guests here to be getting those answers in because that's a timed round too. So we'll be um, having to fill it over. So once you see your face up there, that's the time when you're going to be locking it in. I'll have to get that sort of millionaire music sort of running. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I was just thinking the Jeopardy theme instead, but that's too light and fluffy. That's for a different round. Um, the light and fluffy round, I don't know what that is, where you've got to juggle kittens. I don't know. Oh, that'd be great, live shows. But, you know, <laughs> I'm sure animal activists would uh, get onto us. Okay. Uh, plush toys that are like that. We had My Pepsis. My Pepsis. My Petsies as a sponsor in the past, and they were fantastic. You would send a photo of your animal into them, and they would reproduce it as a plush toy. So if it was like, you know, a, a fluffy kitty or something like that, they would make it as a fluffy kitty. Or if you uh, had a bird, they would make it like a little bird that you could, like, you know, crush and cuddle and not have to put your <laughs> pet through it. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. yes, um, it's all good and fun out there. Beautiful stuff. Awesome. Going to bring our spin wheel up the back there. So, yes, you got the points for that, Angela. Nicely done already off the bat. Woo! Beautiful. Uh, yes, so we do also... I have a question as well before we get into it, and this will be for everybody else out there. It'll be sort of like an impromptu um, pop quiz with hot shots that I haven't really prepared any video for. But um, actually, no, we'll do that question later. I'll just remember to bring Dracula's up and do that later on. Because, yeah, we'll delve into that maybe after one round. Ha <laughs> We'll see if we do it. Beautiful stuff. Uh, as we go into a first spin of a wheel, unless there's anything else anybody else would like to plug or say where people can find you on either the Instaverse or Twitterverse. No. I like to see it. Good stuff. Of course, <laughs> we do have the handles down there at any time. You can jump over there onto Instagram or to Twitter and find them at Vincent Parfit and at SF3Fest. So jump on out over there and you can grab them there. Beautiful stuff. On our spin wheel, uh, we have the chance to land on those. So good stuff. But before we do that, we have to flip that coin. So let's bring it up. And Angela, you haven't played here before, so we're going to let you call it first off. So what would you like it to land on, heads or tails? I'll go heads. Heads, please. here we go. Let's give that a flip. Ooh. Nice! You got our first spin. So that means that you could accrue the points on our first round of spinning the wheel. Uh, great stuff. So without further ado on me filibustering, let's give that wheel a spin in three, two, one, go! <laughs> Choice. Oh, perfect it's a slope stuff. creep. I know, right? <laughs> Great stuff out there. So, get into... Um, well, that's right. It's up to you guys. So, that's not viewer's choice. That's player's choice. So, you guys can choose between you. Um, do you want to do Name That Tune, Vinny? I think let's, we both wanted that one. Let's do Name That Tune. You both want to play that. Name That Tune. So, yes, can let's go that? into it. Just before let's we do, do I'll just reset the uh, spin wheel so that I don't have to do it later on as we filibuster a little bit more. Because also in this, I have to take that and uh, replace it. So, great stuff. Um, so yes, um, the, the game show, I think, when, when did that first come up? That was like, I want to say the 70s. I, 
I feel like it's got the sort of origins of the the Hollywood Squares sort of vibe. I remember, I remember um, in England it had um, had a dancer that was very famous, but never, I don't think ever, I got to see actually dance. He was just a celebrity. It used to be Noel Coward's boyfriend, I think it was. I don't remember his name. But that would have been in the 70s, I think, when it got started. I think you're right. I, I, for some reason, I have 1971, like, you know, jumping out into my face. Yeah. Like, um, smashing me in the face right. like a dolphin. Maybe it's just because I'm having think of Flipper. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. So we're going to go with Name <clears throat> That Tune. Beautiful. So I can save this spin wheel and bring it on back over. So that that way we can have a lot of fun. We never ended up getting to play the game of Wheel of Fortunes, did we, Vinny? In Impromity? I never had a go. No, no, that would have been... It's a lot of fun. Basically, we have four musicals that are up on the spin wheel. And there's... Uh, uh, a song each of those that we all have pre-recorded and we have to like uh, have to uh, memorize the lyrics for but they all come up okay. on a ba uh, big screen behind us uh, so it's all encouraging karaoke but we would have to do a long form improvisation including those four songs throughout the show and those show oh. those songs we would know pre-organized the the plot points within each song so you know that it's either going to introduce the villain or it's going to be the love interest or the you know the the buddy says we can do this or it's the confrontation all of these sort of bits that are uh, quintessential things exactly uh, and so it, it, it's a good sort of gimmick because it gives the impression that we're having to do a lot more than actually we have to do um it makes so the long form lasts for Ever, really, I suppose. That's very long. Uh, yeah, no, well, that one would be around an hour. Like, you know, probably just an over an hour, and you'd, you'd have, uh, yeah, exactly. I, I'm thinking you'd cram it in because you wouldn't want those scenes to go too long because the amount of endowments <laughs> that you could add into there would be just crazy. So, yeah. We've got to have a go at that. I know, it'd be a bit of fun, wouldn't it? Right? 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 Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, it would be. Uh, hopefully, if we get to do one of these live shows uh, where it'd be Quiz Arena Live Live, uh, you'll be able to come to a pub or a venue near you where you'll be able to see us with a, a live band and some real games, an actual spin wheel. And, yeah, we'll also be uh, doing it live stream so that if you're not in that major city, uh, you will be able to join us even in the fun just the same way you would usually do on a Thursday at 7.30. Um, but we'll have more fun, haha, because we'll be able to drink and we'll be able to play games. Uh, all fun <laughs> and games until someone drops the alphabet soup and loses an eye. But without further ado, I'm going to bring up that uh, the correct game that we're going to be playing, and I'm going to be taking down our spin wheel. Because the game we are going to be playing is Name That Tune, which of course mm. is a new game. Uh, and uh, we do have... Uh, one of the things uh, on the back there, usually if you get something right in a game, I'll do something you like that. You got it! Yeah. yeah, I know, right? Um, but in this next game, I've got a particular one, and it's got actually all three of us are past um, patrons of Quiz Arena Live. So you'll be able to see um, all three of us, if you get a question right, uh, us doing a bit of a jig. Um, hopefully, at least. <laughs> uh, otherwise, I've not lined things up, and I really don't know what I'm doing. But, you know, if you've seen this show before, it's definitely that. The other thing I did want to bring up before we go into this is I use a program called After Effects, and in that I use uh, Video Copilot's uh, Element 3D to make a lot of the 3D titles. It's a great program and very user-friendly, but it does cost a little bit to use. Um, our person who does the fantastic 3D, Lux Voco, he uses uh, Blender, which is a free program. And it's all the same principles, whether you're using any sort of 3D program, you'll get the same identifiers. So no matter the thing that you use, whether it be the top of the line or the free program out there as an open source, you can do it. But see if you can see the same similarities on any of our videos before in this title from Fox. 
in Name That Tune. Nice, into our game, the first game of Name That Tune. Great stuff. So we're going to be playing five different pieces of music and you have to guess what they are. You'll get a point for the show title, you'll get a point for the uh, date and uh, anything else. I think at least two points in that. So yeah, there you go. Beautiful stuff. Ready and ready to go into it? Bah! Yes. Good. Awesome. You got a point just for saying yes. I love it. Awesome. Luxbucker saying love Blender out there. Awesome stuff. Yes. And still fantastic things out there you can see on Instagram. So yeah, get to at Luxboco and you can see all these fantastic things out there. Good. You're right in the front of the screen. It's good to see. You're paying attention. Good. This is one where your ears are going to have to pay attention. So yeah, get your listening ears on as we play our first piece of music. So let's see if you guys can yell out, name that tune. <laughs> chat might be right. Right. I know, right? So yeah, don't know if that's going to be one that's calling to you in the hearts and your little nostalgic beats out there. Oh, nice. Wow. Goldfiends has got Goldfiends has got it. Yeah, but what was the, what was the show? The, the OC. What was it? The OC. The OC, yes, points. That's not me. I'm reading the chat. They're very clever, aren't they? You're still doing very well as we bring that up. Who said that? Jordan M. Thank you, Jordan M. Yay! You even got a little woo! So nicely done! It was the OC! Goodbye. You know when I lived in LA? Yeah. I would put pizza delivery and I delivered pizza to Oh no, that's Dawson's Creek. Oh, I've got all my shows mixed up, my 90s shows. That this is, yeah, doing the same thing for me too. It's definitely got Well, I delivered pizza to Dawson from Dawson's Creek. There you go. Yes. Orange County, yes? Orange County, yes, the OC, hence California. Beautiful stuff. Oh, beautiful stuff there. Great work. Um, awesome. I've got to remember to reset that title there. Good. So that's one down, and already points have been accrued. I'm going to be cheeky and see if you guys know uh, when it first aired for another point, either the year or. 99. No, it wasn't 99. 2004. Oh, so close. I'll tell you what, I'm going to give it to you. You get another <laughs> point. It was 2004. Wow. Was it? No, so sorry, 2003. Sorry. 2003. Yeah, my, my youngest sister loved it. So I, I thought it was around when she was old enough to watch it. Yes, August 5th, 2003. First 2003. Well done. Nicely done. Beautiful stuff. Great work. Awesome. And already points accruing for you out there. You've got 16 points versus... Vinny's 10. 10. Yes. I'm just going to go back because it keeps resetting. I'll go easy on you, Vinny. Thank you. <laughs> no, slaughter him. Go for it. More confetti to be had. <laughs> Wee. He's been here before. He knows what he's in for. Also, I'm going to just jump onto here and see if I can remove that. So hopefully, if I do that, that should stay. Now stay. Good. Oh, good. Hopefully it won't refresh, but we'll find out, I guess, won't we? As we go back into Name That Tune. Beautiful Ooh. stuff. Awesome. Here we go. Our next song. 
get smart. Ooh, mm. close. No, but unfortunately you did say one, so I'm going to lock you out and I'm going to give Vinny you right. a free chance. At, yeah, double points. Cool. <clears throat> well, you know. Oh, yeah, they're good. You guys are so good in the chat. They're going great, aren't they? <laughs> oh. Aren't they great? Mm. Well, it sounds very cartoony, it doesn't it? I mean, it, it's almost it got that Batman theme without it being the Batman theme. Yeah, I'll certain. give you a quick little listen again. Here we go. Please. That's the oh, OC. I was say. <laughs> Got it. The Munsters. The Munsters, yes. Points. Nicely done. Awesome mm. stuff. I should go back into it and reveal it because we have music as well to play along with it. Beautiful stuff. Good win. Of course, the Munsters. But can you tell me when it was first aired? And I want also the network. I'll give you a point 63. for the network. 63. Let's have a gander. Oh, so close. I'll tell you what. I gave it to Angela for being one year off. It was 64. Oh, well done. Well done. done. Awesome stuff. It was September 24th, 1964. Awesome from CBS as well. So nicely done there. Yay. Awesome. I should be doing this. See ya. Yum. When me, Rafe, and um, Rory were in um, the audience for Name That Tune when it was being filmed in Australia, uh, which was a lot. Quick question. I don't know the answer of it, but um, Herman Munster. Well, apparently you got it, so you get a point. Mm. Yeah. Herman Munster played a, uh, a magistrate famously in some movie, and I can't remember who it was. That does well, ring a bell. I knew who it was. I can't remember what the, what the movie was. That does ring a bell. I, I can't. See him like you know, not in um, was it Pet Cemetery? And he would have been about sixty or even older at the time. Yes, his last thing he ever did. Really? Oh wow! Awesome! Yeah. Very very cool! Oh, it's such a I, I love music as well when it just sort of instantly takes you back to that homage. You know, you just mm. needs to go. Oh yeah, beautiful, uh, great stuff. Oh, there we go. Kate Miller saying Judge Chamberlain Haller. There you there. go. There we go. Nicely done. Points to Kate Miller out there. Beautiful stuff. As we go back into... Oh, and in my cousin Vinny, she says. There you go. Bam. All of it up there. Let's see if you guys know at home, as well as special guests, what our third tune could be. What do you guys think? What could it be? Must be something from the eighties. I mean, that's just that's, uh, right. that's not from the nineteen twenties, is it? No, <laughs> no. It's it's like yeah. It's not too. Um, it's just a flapper girls doing dances. Oh, wow. I love um, what was it? Bob and David. Such a good show. I'm just. A it sounds like something girl. like it sounds very similar to the song. Uh, I'm floating on air. Do, 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 yeah, man. I thought it was that originally. Mm, yes. <laughs> People were out there were saying family ties. No, it's not family ties. We'll try it again. Here we go.
at each other. We got the world spinning right Four minutes in total. Yeah, so what, what were we thinking? We're going with a consensus. You can even spell I'm going to go age. with Kate Miller. I'm going Growing Pains. You're going to go Kate Growing Pains? Awesome. Oh, I'm, I'm happy to throw it on the, the slather there. Vinny, are you going to go for a different one as well if you're thinking of a... Perfect Strangers. Perfect Strangers. I like it. I love that show. Loved it. Some, unfortunately, it's wrong. I'm not going to take yeah. any points away from you, though. But, Angela, you got it because, yes, Kate Miller was yes. correct as well. It Thank was, you, Kate and course, Jordan. Yes, Growing Pains. Yeah. Yeah. Growing Pains. The pains of growing. You get it when you grow old. <laughs> Definitely doing it to me, at least. <laughs> oh, it's just so fun. It's, it's just fun to indulge in some of these as well. And Kirk Cameron as well, who is someone. Um, Awesome there. So is this a, film, a show that you guys grew up with or knew at all? I did, yeah. I've never watched it. You did? Oh, good. I didn't know if you guys were going to jump straight onto it or not, uh, if, if you did know it or not, but, you know. You got it. You got it, exactly. So, yeah, you get the blues and all. I know, right? Um, <laughs> good stuff. Um, I think I awarded points for that one. As we go back into it, we're going to find out what our next one is. And I think it's... Oh, it's our penultimate one. So here we go. What is this tune? Or should, I should just say the name of it. So you should just say name that tune. reality tv isn't it it's great um beautiful yeah. so um what would you be thinking <laughs> is it a big brother no it's not or big brother oh i was gonna say one other one too oh, I, know. I have an idea oh yeah oh yeah I'm a, i have an idea that it's something like um wipeout wipeout no i love that show great show i feel like it has a love bit more of a, a goofy sort of like uh, musical intro nothing so like, i'm gonna you know, go idol ah nice which one though oh, that's the is it australian idol What's or american australian? idol well we're gonna have to lock one in <gasps> <laughs> i'll go australian idol nice australian idol well let's have a gander and find out if you are correct as i line things up that i should have done before and Absolutely. That was that and Neighbours. I'm not too sure which one was before or after, but, you know, uh, Harold Bishop was always involved in some way. Um, great stuff. So you got the point for that one. Uh, and I just want to say something. Yes. Say it away. Donovan. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> That's about it, really. I like Donovan. Just like Donovan. No, I, just, I wanted to get the finger pointing, so I was hoping we were going to get that. You know, yeah. It's great. Mm. Yes, cheeky instead. Oh, yes. 
Instead, it's just like a, a cheeky smile. So there you go, Donovan. Yes, yeah, should be lucky. Well done, Donovan. Another one who loves Wipeout as well is Lux Voco out there. Yes, it is always fun. The opportune sound effects as well. Four Men and a Turtle, though. I would love to see that on TV, and I think that would be great. <laughs> the Corrin as well is very good at one of our regular games, which is uh, Venkman Burn in Hell. Uh, and he's saying out there that he was thinking it was Growing Pains. Uh, and he also knew the date right on there from ABC. So yeah, points oh. right out there. Was that one I missed out on? Yes, it was. Well, I'll give you the chance now to recruit those points uh, because it's written in the chat as well by Gulfins. But when was Growing Pains aired? Ooh. The year. 85. Points. Nice. Got the point. 995. Great year. Good year. Good year. <laughs> um, beautiful stuff. It was September 24th, 1985 and aired on ABC. Correct. Beautiful stuff. And the last round we also do have, uh, well, not the last round, but the last bit of the last bit of Name that tune. We've got to first name Australian Idol's premiere date. Because this took me a while. I had to go through a couple of different sources to get the actual date. And then found 2005. out... 2005. That... Oh, close. But not 2006. No. No. Wrong direction. 2004. No. 2003. Correct. <laughs> oh, yes. I know. It was just a process of elimination. But you got the point there, Vinny. Yes. In Australia... <laughs> It premiered on the 27th of July, 2003. Australian Idol. Beautiful stuff there. Great stuff. And to be done, making sure that's up there. Awesome for our last one in this round. Oh, it's already the last one. It's such a disappointment. It's so sad that we've already reached our last one. But many more games to be played uh, as we go into our last one. Here we go. Our points thus far are Vincent Parfitt on 15 points and uh, Angela Blake on 18 points. Beautiful stuff. So here we go for our last one. See if you know at home and can name that tune. So yes, are we thinking we know what it could be? I don't know. Let me just go again. Yeah, I know. It's right at the end. Oh, it's so familiar. It's Yes, it's one that might have been on our TVs at some point. Whether or not it might be your direct generation, it may have been on a generation above you, below you, but it definitely would have at one point, I'm pretty sure, had someone in your household watching this. Um... I don't know how young some of our viewers are, so maybe not. <laughs> but definitely in my generation, there was definitely someone who would know this. Either of you guys know, just from the, the whistling tune out there? Well, it sounds like a ridiculous TV show in the first place. Like, it's not, it's not going to be something like a Horizon. You no. know, something incredibly uh, documentary. Yeah, Four Corners. Like, like, yeah. Wow! <laughs> I can't wait to hear about this horrific crime. As Lux Voco says, four goats and a whistler. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so it has to be something funny. Uh, there's no way it's not anything that's not funny. And I'm just going to put it out there. I have no idea, but I'm going to put out upstairs, downstairs. Upstairs, downstairs. Nice putting you out there. You're wrong. Beautiful stuff. Angela, do you want to have a free shot in the dark? 
I have absolutely no idea. I've no. actually never heard of that song or the show. And I, there's some, the answers, a lot of people in the chat saying the same thing. So yeah, no, feel that's free to obviously the answer. Deal any of those if you're trusting I'll out there. I'll steal them. Yes. Kingswood Country. Kingswood and Country. I, I would guess it's from like 73. Well, let's guess. find out as we listen to that tune again and see if you're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, maybe the 80s, eh? Ooh, let's find out. I have to look at my notes and think I'm speaking. 81. When it started? When it started. We're in the 70s. Yeah, so it's it's airing date. And I'll also give you a point for the channel that it aired on. 77. <laughs> 1977. Um, ABC. ABC? Lex Marinus. I thought you meant Channel, Channel 77. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Channel 77. 1977 Channel 9. Awesome. Okay, I'll, um, let's just bring it up on the, the uh, uh, back there in a second. I think it hasn't got the name up there. So you locked one in. Beautiful stuff. It's Kingswood Country, definitely. Awesome. So yeah, you're going to lock in a date. And what dates were they? 77 on Channel 9. Oh, unfortunately, no points. It was Channel 7, and it aired on the 30th of January, 1980. Unfortunately, Ooh. no points there, but that's all right. Good college try. I love how you sort of, like, uh, talked yourself out of it as it went down there. Beautiful stuff. Um, great work in there. I have realized as well that I haven't put a hot key for those last two uh, things up the back there, so... Ha ha. There we go. On our first ever playing of Name That Tune. So, yay. Woo. Woo. Yes. Name that at all. That was a good work. choice. I know. Confetti for all. Beautiful stuff. And great work for everybody else at home, too, who came through with the goods. Uh, great stuff. Awesome. That's one game down already. So now, Vinny, it's going to be your chance to do a bit of a spin wheel. Um, so that's going to be up for fun. And go. I think everything's up there. We've still got a leveler up there, so anything could happen. Uh, and Rihanna Elizabeth Irons has also got some fantastic quiz questions, not only based from previous episodes of Quiz Arena, but I've also got a couple of QI questions out there as Ooh, well, just to stump you. So, yeah, that's going to be a, a game we played last week. So, yes. Rhi, you excited about landing on that one? You bet your life. Oh, yes. You know me. I always come through with the goods. Exactly, yes. We're always excited to see it, and I'm also excited to see the questions that we have, um, especially because we do have a returning guest here, so it's um, up for people who haven't done their homework, or up for you people out there who are real big fans of the show, who would like and subscribe every episode, <laughs> which we love, uh, and would probably know best themselves. So, you know, if you're playing with people who haven't seen it before, you might get those questions uh, a lot easier than uh, other people would. None, yes, because no, we haven't had people who are on the past who got the question about the smoke alarm, and that's always my favourite. And I'm rocking the smoke <laughs> tonight, so let's hope. Let's hope I don't have the same thing happening. Smoke well, if alarm, it goes off, you know that I'll put it at the end of you know season two when I come back and go through all of season two and come up with some new questions. I'm just working to get you more um, material. <laughs> I have like a full notebook full of it at the moment, so I don't need much more. Good, yes. No more excuses. Beautiful stuff. Awesome. Uh, well, Rhiannon as well, do you have a favourite maybe that you have on the spin wheel that you would like it to land on? You know what I really wanted to land on? What? Talking about your generation. Yeah, I know. It has been haunting us for so long. It's been so long. So, so long. Past, but it comes up tonight. 
But yeah, but um, I'm also keen to see um, how the leveler goes. <laughs> and I also have the guilty pleasure of you bet your life too. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of keen to say some of those and answer some of those questions. And, and... Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, just a shout out to in the chat there, we've got some more people coming through. So Riri, it is awesome to see you. No, it's not black. It's just a very, very dark brown. Um, yes. Can't quite pull off black, but we're getting there slowly. <laughs> but hello everyone, welcome back. And um, also the coroner, got the Kingswood answer. Uh, apparently was going hoarse screaming at the screen that it had aired back on the 30th of January 1980 on the 7 Network. <laughs> Beautiful. That's it. Yes. So, yeah. The, all of these games really do come from all across the generations and we are going to have a couple of episodes. We've had a request for the Golden Age of Hollywood and we're also going to do a musical special. We did one Disney special and you can, just can't contain Disney so I'm sure we're going to spill out to doing some more because there's more fun to be had with that. More games as well. And hopefully, I've got my fingers crossed for landing on uh, which day the what stood where, personally, because we've done it back in the Disney one, and I just kind of want to see the characters up there. But also, just before we do jump into it, the leveler. Wanted to make a mention that the image behind it is from Fern Gully, because that's what they call oh. the massive mm. machine that is carving down all of the trees. They call it the leveler, because it's leveling everything. So, yeah, that's what the image is behind there. And I just thought it looked pretty cool and ominous by having the text going over the top. So, yay! Great stuff. Let's go into a spin of the wheel, Vinny, and find out what game you're going to be playing. Here we go. I know, right? It's exciting. Goodness it's me. exciting. Here we go, and spinning that wheel. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Perfect work. As we remove that one, I'm going to close that down and come back to our perfect screen back here. You bet your life, ladies and gentlemen. So that means it's going to be the complicated round of betting points. And currently, the points standing are Vincent Parford on 15 points and Woo! Angela Blake on 18 points. So you guys get to bet your way through this. And it's just a minimum bet of one. So we do have, what is it, in poker, you've got to do the blind or something like that. Oh, that's what we should have implemented. But we're not going to do it this week because too many things to be thought about as we go into a game which is going to be a bit of fun and I have to tee it up in the background. So, have either of you guys seen the old show You Bet Your Life? Yes. No. Oh, good stuff. It's uh, Groucho Marx. So, you know, from the Marx Brothers. He was the, the cheeky guy with the painted on moustache. Always had a good quip. Uh, and this is, so this is a very old show. Uh, where basically, yeah, you got to allocate how many points you wanted to bet. So, whether or not you lose, it's all going to be good. Uh, it's a good leveler as well. So, you can be as confident as you want or as safe as you want. Great stuff. Uh, awesome, and we're going to see a very glitchy intro because we're going to see how it goes because those olden times don't really sync up with the modern times. We're going to try and steal the same questions they used on the show with questions from Q&I on this game of You Bet Your Life. Ooh. It's 
like that record going around. There's always a scratch on one area. And of course, we've mentioned that we're going to have some previous episode knowledge of Quiz Arena Live. And of course, QI, the TV show with Stephen Fry and Sandy Tosvig now, uh, which is going gangbusters still. So you can catch that out there. And I'm an avid lister of a podcast, which is No Such Thing as a Fish. For those of you playing at home, the Oxford uh, Dictionary of Underwater Life uh, says on the first page, there is no such thing as a fish. Genetically speaking, um, the uh, DNA of a salmon is more closely related to a camel than that of another fish. Not necessarily that relation, but something like that. So, yeah, it's amazing. Oh, you know. It's really, really cool. So we have five questions of intimate, crazy knowledge, uh, in which case you guys can bet your first um, go at anything. You can even bet that you're going to get the question wrong for a point. That's fantastic. But that's the maximum you can do on that one. So yeah, if you want to say, I want to bet all my points on that, you can't do that. You can bet all your points and go all in if you think you know the answer. And some of these questions might be questions that you may know, may not know, or they might just be difficult. Hmm, exactly. Here we go. I know, I know. So, well, I guess this one's going to be um, an art question. There you go. Our topic for our first art. question is going to be an art question. So, how many points would you guys like to bet? Vinny, it's your spin of the wheel. So, how many points would you like to bet this time for you? Three. Three points. Awesome. So, beautiful. If you win this, yeah, you'll, you'll get uh, three points. Beautiful stuff. Nicely done. Uh, and... Uh, Angela, how many points would you like to bet? It's an art question, so you can have a choice. You know, I'll go four. Four, four. points. Nicely done. <laughs> Confident there. Beautiful stuff. Um, of course, if, if you uh, get the question wrong, then we'll be retracting those points as well. Sure. I know, right? Oh, fun stuff. Awesome. <laughs> Let's go into it. And this one's got a little picture that goes with it, so I'm hoping I've lined it all up. And good stuff. It's a famous painting that you guys might know. Franz Hall's... The Laughing Cavalier eh. portrait seems to find something hilarious. So what's he on? So Franz Hall's The Laughing Cavalier portrait seems to on? find something hilarious. So He's what's on... he on? I, I know. I'll tell you what, I'll give you double points uh, if, if you can answer it off the top of your head without any suggestions. And if I have to give you some clues or a choice out of four, then we'll retract those points down to one. Or like, you know, it's in the chance of, you know, double points. No, <laughs> I know yep. what I mean. <laughs> so, uh, uh, do I go beep? Sure. It's, yeah, it's, it's your chance. You both get to answer for this one. So, what's he on? He's on a horse. He's on a horse. Nice. I was going to say a horse too. Yes. It is a, this is a portrait. There is no real um, expansion from the mid shot, as it were. Um, I don't know if he's necessarily on a horse, if that helps you out there. Um, I wasn't even sure if it was a, a famous portrait, but after doing a little bit of research, it is. Um, but I'll tell you what, we'll go for normal points and I'll give you a choice out of four. It might narrow sort of the idea. Is it A, nothing, he's laughing at the painter's silly little moustache, B, cannabis, C, nitrous oxide, or D, Geneva gin? <laughs> nothing. I'm going to go A, please. You're going to go nothing. Awesome. All of the above. All of the above. <laughs> uh, no, it's not all of the above. Uh, you both went with nothing. Unfortunately, yeah. you are wrong. So it's four off there. One, two, three, four. Vinny, nicely done. So the answer is uh, the painting is on canvas, woven from hemp. 
the Greek word for which of is cannabis. Uh, we get both the word for cannabis and the word for canvas from the same word. The title of the painting is a Victorian invention. When the Marquis of Hertford bought this painting in 1865, it was simply called The Portrait of a Man. In the top right-hand corner it by, of the portrait... Which artist? Uh, Van Eyck? Franz no. Halls. Franz Halls. It was Franz Halls, of course. Franz Halls, Yes. Um, beautiful. It's not even a cavalier, and it's not even laughing either. There are a couple of other portraits that I have found that are tied to the same name, but this is the one that's most prolifically known as the um, laughing cavalier. So I know it's kind of a trick question. That's why you bet your life. I know. Wow. Like a cryptic crossword. This exactly. isn't exactly, but technically correct. I yeah. The answer was cannabis because hemp <laughs> cannabis exactly. Which also in the shipping industry, um, it was one of the most cultivated crops because it its oil was heavily water resistant. So in a lot of the marriage time stories uh, and I've, I've used a, a original hemp rope with seawater covering it and you'd be surprised the amount of grip that you would have uh, as opposed to a hessian or a nylon also a lot of the clothing was made of but it was quite thick and heavy uh, until industries changed because of uh, William Randolph Hearst and the paper industries and stuff like that too but great stuff we've already had our first question up there for all of our art lovers out there uh, good stuff already into it. I'm going to take that one down and bring up that one back there as we go into a question from Rihanna Elizabeth Irons from maybe a previous question from Quiz Arena Live. Hmm. Yes, well, this one should be interesting if you have paid close attention. Awesome. Let's, let's give them the question first and then they can bet their points. Okay, awesome. well, what book that inspired a Hilary Swank movie was featured on the bookcase behind Vincent in episode 10. Oh, nice. This is going to tempt <laughs> his memory. I love it. Good. So you can bet points. How many points do we want to bet? Uh, Vinny, it's uh, your row of the spin. Row of the spin. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> loving the size of that spin wheel now. It's great. Um, how many points would you like to bet? You are currently on 12 points. Well, I would like to bet one. One point. Nice. Beautiful. And it's to be wrong. Nice. So you're going to get one point to get it wrong. I like it. Beautiful. Hedging your bets. Uh, and what about you, Angela? What would you like to do? I was going to do the same because I cannot think for the life of me of a single Hillary Swank movie. Nice. Good stuff. Awesome. I love the confidence in Vinny as well. Great. Awesome. So uh, let's, let's see. Um, do we have a choice of four maybe or a 50-50? Oh, you want, you want some? I know. I'm just throwing that right on you. <laughs> That's okay. It's a good thing that I actually like Hillary Swank. Oh, so, great stuff. Here are some choices, and a couple of them may surprise you. One, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Two, Million Dollar Baby. Three, Boys Don't Cry. Or four, P.S. I Love You. Oh, oh that's nice. It's nice that you mentioned three there and you just had adoration for her last um, option there. It was just beautiful. Thank you so much. What was the fourth up one again? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the even this one. Vinny was P.S. I love you. Aww. It's just, it's just such a lovely sentiment. Oh, you just wanted to hear it again. Oh, that's lovely, beautiful. So, which one are you going to say? For your betting of the uh, points, one point to get it well, wrong and one wrong, point. Wrong, don't I? I suppose. Yes, yeah, so you got to get it wrong. <laughs> you got to bet. Now wrong. you know you got to get it wrong. I'll go Buffy. Nice, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Even nice. in Buffy, I don't even know. Oh, I remember Buffy. He yeah. was in Buffy, actually. She was in Buffy. Oh, I mm -hmm. could be right. Thank you. <laughs> she was in all of those. They're all Hillary Swank films. That's it. Vinny, what are you thinking? Million Dollar Baby. 
Million dollar baby. Nice. Awesome. Both vetting to get it wrong for one point. Great stuff. What would you... Um, what's the answer? The answer is... I know what it yes, is. Yes, I love you. Yes, I love you. <laughs> Nicely done. Beautiful. You both got it wrong, which means you got it right. One point for both of yeah. you. Nicely done. <laughs> Great stuff. Awesome stuff. Groovy. On to our next question. Another quiz arena question. This time, let's get you to bet. And we're going to throw away the chance of you being able to bet it, um, that you get it wrong, because that's a one-off chance. Ha <laughs> ha. New points and rewarding stuff. So now it's, yeah, it's it's one point at least to play. You can't sit out. So what is uh, you're going to bet? Well, we'll start with you, Angela, this time. We'll flip it around. What's the, what's the theme? Um, is it film? Do we have a theme? It's quiz arena related. Um, I don't know if, Rhiannon, you want to throw out a theme to help them? Could. Let's just say it's pet related. Pet related. Ooh. Nice. I will go... Three. Nice. Three points to get it right. Nicely done. Awesome. And Vinny, what would you be thinking? I'd be thinking I'm just going to match it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for um, three. Nice. Three. Nicely done. Beautiful. Uh, well, let's go for it. I'll tell you what. Um, I'll give you double points as well for this. So I'll give you six points each if you get it correct. Beautiful stuff. Here we go. What is our question, Rhiannon? Well, we all know that I have a fur baby that often makes an appearance. Gizmo? But when was Shadow's first appearance on Quiz Arena Live? Oh, a shadow question. Shadow knows, ladies and gentlemen. So, yes. When did Shadow first make his appearance? And you know what? I'll give you guys four options as well. Nice. So, did he appear on episode 13? Did he appear on season two, episode two? Or did he appear in Season 2, Episode 6? Or did he appear in Season 2, Episode 11? Oh, there we go. Diehard fans who have been out there who not only knows that an interaction necessity in Venkman, Burn and Hell is to know what Shadow knows, um, but yes, to see the first time on the camera, absolutely. We want to see if you guys know out there. You'd be able to help our guests as well out with this one too. They have the chance at double points too. So if you know, get into your typing what episode Shadow first made his appearance. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful, beautiful puppy. I say puppy every time when, like, you know, I refer to any kind of dog. It's a gigantic sort of thing, lapping and gorgeousness. Uh, Jordan, messenger saying, I, uh, I guess, but season two, episode three. Is a shout out there? <laughs> the I'm going to go with 13 because it's my favorite number. Nice. Go I'm too. Beautiful stuff. Awesome. What about you, Vinny? Are you going to well, think we've also know, got... In game theory, uh, I, I should cooperate just in case, you know, I don't want to... I better match you just out of. I reckon you're right <laughs> as well. Okay, just uh, so both going for 13. <laughs> With a face. Beautiful stuff. What is our answer, Rhiannon? Well, the one thing I love about the number 13 is that it's unlucky for some. Shadow <laughs> first made his appearance on season two, episode two, oh! when I played alongside Cameron Dunn. Yes, nicely done. People out there in the chat got it right. Phil Robinson. Thank God. Nicely done. But unfortunately, it's double points. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six. Oh, our points are down to Vincent Buffett on seven points and Angela Blake on nine points. Still, there's plenty of games to be made and plenty more fun to be had. Good stuff. Uh, as we go into another question, our last question from our uh, Quiz Arena questions. Do you have one more, 
Rihanna and Elizabeth Irons. Just before we go into that, though, let's get you guys to bet. And now there's no more theming. There's no more options. You just have to blindly bet. So how many points? Two points. Nice. Awesome. And what about you, Vinny? Four points. Four points. Nicely done. Great stuff. Uh, and if we get it without prompts, I'll give you double points. Uh, and I won't even take off points as well with that one. There you go. Um, as in, I won't take off double points. I'll just take off the normal amount of points uh, without prompts. Because if you do get prompts, then we're just going to go. I know it's all making sense in my head. Anyway, what is our question, Rhiannon? Well, we're heading back into season one for this one. Let's see how well you go. Which adult beverage did Vinny recommend to Richard that would then later make an appearance on the very first episode of season two. Ooh, I think I know. And hopefully anybody who out there who has seen the show in the past, uh, regular episodes may know as well. Um, I'm hoping at least it's the same one. I'm, I'm giving people a bum spit deer and they don't know. Um, hopefully not. Um, good stuff. So yes, a, a beverage. Um, I want to say libation, but I'm not too sure if that's apertune. Um, I know, right? I don't know if it's formaldehyde. <laughs> Dolphin. Mm. Oh, yeah. Did you say I said it? That I, I yes, was the one did. that mentioned this? Yes. Yes, you did. You, you started us down a, a garden path. <laughs> you said, did I have any questions from Vinny's episode? Well, perfect. Certainly did. Yeah. Awesome. So we're betting, what was it? Is it th two points and two points each? Well, Vinny said he was all in. Oh, Vinny said he was all in? <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, good. Awesome. Good. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> now he's regretting that. <laughs> yes. No, no. He, he could get it right. Um, who, who knows? Uh, so, yes. What was it? What could it be? My hand up. You put your hand up. I, I'm... Put your hand up. I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going to go with The Crystal Skull by Phil Robinson. Yeah, the Crystal Skull, which is Dan Aykroyd's uh, Crystal Head Vodka, um, uh, which we ended up having on the, uh, I think, the Aurora one, which is a special one. It looks like an Aurora Borealis sort of glass. It's, it's no. A, and no glycol, so yeah. Um, no, I must have misheard the question. Did, was it an energy drink or was it an alcoholic drink? She didn't an specify. An adult beverage. Just any drink. Oh, well, she said an adult, adult. beverage. Yeah. I guess that that could also be, you wouldn't want it, your five-year-old having yeah. uh, an energy drink. I agree. I, I remember talking about, I think it was Dan Aykroyd with it. It was yeah. the yeah. Skull Vodka. Well, it could be that. It, it, it is a, a, a penultimate question, so you can either hedge your bets by going the same answer, or you could try another no, one. You no, are all in, a, though. I mean, I kind of, well, I don't kind of, I remember mentioning it. I don't want to take you to the edge of some sort of precipice, like, you know, um, or put it's, you right okay, out there the at the edge bits. of madness or something like that. Uh, Turpentine, uh, Lux Voco saying, you might end up screaming, waking up on a bus. <laughs> exactly. Ah. Yeah. Would you guys like a 50-50? Would you like a 50-50? Beautiful. I'm feeling a little generous tonight. Okay, so, great stuff. Was it one, Sam Neill's two paddock wines, or was it two, the crystal head vodka from Dan Aykroyd? Mm. I'm I'm gonna go two. Nice, you're going crystal hud. Nice, beautiful well, stuff. Let's bring up the drama. Let's. I'm gonna go for Sam Neill's. Go for Sam Neill's two paddocks wine. Ooh. Yeah. Have you have yeah. you had that? Because I assume yeah. that you've had both of those. I've had um, 
Yes. Yeah, so you have. Oh, beautiful. So have, <laughs> have you tried either of those, um, Angela? Neither, but I'm I'm a huge red wine drinker, so I'm really curious about Sam Neill's wine. Well, two paddocks do have um, their uh, a, a red wine and a, a Riesling. They have, I think, a whole bunch of wines. I've only tried the um, Picnic, which is a Riesling, uh, but we have also tried the Crystal Head. Uh, but what was the answer, Ree? Benny, congratulations! You get double Ooh. points here because it was Sam Neill's two paddock wine. <laughs> double points, so he gets fourteen. Mm-hmm. Well done. Oh. Oh. Like that. I do not lose though because I have a good wine recommendation. So we're all good here. It's a good one. Yeah. Well, That's for the record, right. the Shiraz is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was one for the cooking pot, one for me. And yeah, next thing I know, I need another bottle. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Beautiful stuff out there. And yes, definitely try those, um, definitely, if you are over the age of 18 or 21 in uh, uh, other countries, or your respectable age that you can legally consume alcohol. Both of them are delicious, though. No glycol in the, uh, uh, was it, uh, Crystal Head Vodka. Goes down rather smoothly, and you can see some great videos of uh, Dan Aykroyd shilling that out there. But also, if you are more of a wine connoisseur, I cannot recommend enough Two Paddocks Wine. And thank you, Vinny, because, yeah, we definitely have tried that on air. It's a very smooth wine, and we've also done it uh, as well to some of the gifts of people who have helped us out on Quiz Arena Live too. So it's a great recommendation, and I think it was 2019 was the year that we were uh, sampling. Uh, it was a beautiful drop, great year. So get amongst that with some two-paddock wine. Yay! Amazing. Awesome. And, of course, what was it? Jurassic Park Dominion, which is coming out this year, which, of course, uh, Sam Neill, um, Jeff Goldblum, and uh, all of them are going to be starring in again. So a lot of fun that's going to be happening out there. So, yes, beautiful work. Uh, great stuff. Our last round, though, because look at the points. You can have one more bet for our last question out here, which is going to be another QI question. Awesome. And this one is a question where you have a choice of four. Uh, but first, you're going to bet your points. How many points would you like to bet? I'm going to have to bet everything, aren't I? You don't have to, but you're more than willing to. But I will. Nice. <laughs> beautiful stuff. Awesome. So you'll get five points. And I'll tell you what, I'll double it for you. So yes, you'll get 10 points. Nicely done. Beautiful work. And uh, what about uh, over on Vinny's side? What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I am going to make the tension terrible. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so I'm going to go it. for 21. Hoo-hoo. You're going to bet, bet 21. <laughs> so you're going all in again. <sighs> Nice. Awesome. And if I don't know if I'll give you double points for that because then that'll be 42. Jesus. Okay. We'll see. Uh, awesome stuff. Beautiful. Um, what's happening out, out there in the, uh, the chat, though? I can see it going off. Everyone else is having excited. Clinking with wines as well. Terps for burps from Phil Robinson. <laughs> oh, dear. As long as you're playing it safe out there, Phil. Uh, what else is happening out there, Ree? <laughs> There's a lot in regards to the wine recommendations. Oh, beautiful. People out um, there probably And I request that I take it easy on you all in the final tournament. No. <laughs> no. No, you all have been doing very well lately. It's time that I start upping my, my abilities here. And um, I threw a little fun one in there too, just for you, Richard. Oh, good. Awesome. Sweet. Because, yeah, I don't know what they're going to be. And it's always so fun to read them along and uh, have fun reading out numbers in really quick times. So, yes, very excited. 
Um, awesome. And yeah, this last one as well, you're not even going to know as well because I'm pulling these off a website straight from QI's uh, quite interesting books. Uh, and sifting through them as well, you can check them on out there at no such thing uh, or at QI.com uh, as well. Uh, they have a lot of different things that are going out there. Also, they've got a TV show called No Such Thing as the News on YouTube as well that you can check out. And the weekly podcast, which always has these fantastic facts. But they've bet their points. Vinny is going to go all in again. And uh, and Angela, you were going in all in as well, weren't you? For double points. I am. Nicely done. Awesome. Well, your question is, which of these animals can be trained to guard sheep? Lemurs? Llamas? Leopards or lions? I read that out of order because I realized I said... So it would be A, llamas, B, leopards, C, lemurs, or D, lions. Yes. And you're both going all in, so you, like, if you both get it right, oh, oh. it's going to be uh, better, but you can talk it through if you heavy, want. It's isn't it? I know, it is a bit heavy. Which of these animals can be trained to guard sheep? Llamas, lemurs? leopards, lemurs, or lions. I'm trying to Not remember. Leopards. Oh, a lemur is the one from Madagascar, isn't it? Yes, King Julian. Looks like a little yeah. kind of monkey thing, isn't yeah, it? Do you know yeah. where they're from? I'm gonna Madagascar. Madagascar, yes, Madagascar. the remote island off of Africa, which was known to have them uh, as a um, evolutionary anomaly, kind of like, but not as far as the platypus in Australia, as in it was its own species. Not a monotreme, because again, that would be a um, platypus. But yeah, it's in those isolated places that you find this diverse birth and fluctuation of colourful life. So I'm going to go for llamas, if may be so rude. It is rude, Vinny. Yes. I will go lemur then. You can go lemurs? Nicely stuffed. Why awesome. not? No one's going for the leopards or the lions out there. There's no um, love. Because I was going to say for a 50-50, I'll knock out leopards and lions. Boom, boom. So your choices <laughs> are llamas or lemurs. Wouldn't it be great if they were both working together and you had lemurs riding llamas? That would be so awesome. Lemur um, saddles. Yes, little lemur saddles. But what would they be made out of? Hopefully not out of the lemurs. Um, be made out of leopards or lions, of course. Uh, as it were. Beautiful stuff. Uh, well, the answer, of course, is llamas. They mm. can be used to guard sheep. More than half of the owners guard llamas, as they're known, said they had completely eliminated the loss of uh, sheep to predators. So they completely uh, wow. made the predators go away purely because they're more aggressive and running around a bit more. So, yes. Beautiful. Wow. I think the people out there in the chat there know as well. Nice. Exactly. And Phil Robinson warning because llamas, they spit. Look out. Good stuff. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, who said llamas? That was Vinny, was it? Vinny. Nice. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. <sighs> there we go. Uh, and uh, that means <laughs> we're going to take you down to, uh, let's just go to one. Let's just go to one because you're so lovely to be here as well. In fact, I'm going to give you another point for just being a trooper and playing along as well. Yay! And confetti. Yes. 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 Exactly. Good stuff. Anything could still happen because we have many, many rounds left to go. And are we running a little bit early? Should we have another spin of the wheel just randomly, Re? What do you think? Yes. Yes? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Or, yes, let's, let's do that one. Here we go. Let's spin that wheel once I've got the interact button up. Let's go!
you got another I five points in you. One, two, three, four. I'm so sorry. Finny. That's right. Finny. <laughs> I should be the one apologizing about here. I thought this was going to work out. <laughs> More gremlins, exactly. We're blaming the gremlins. So on 47 points, Vinny, what game would you like to play? Oh, I would love to have a game of... <laughs> You can just choose uh, a leveler uh, and you can level game the points of now. Spin again. Yeah. <laughs> let's not spin the wheel. I think we've heard enough of that. I'll tell you what. You can choose from any of the picture squares up there. So we've got Chrono Loco talking about your generation. Um, who goes there? The leveler or uh, which day the what stood where? Which day the what stood where? Nicely done. We haven't seen that in so long. Beautiful stuff. Awesome. Uh, so that means I'm going to reset this little screen up the back there as we go into that fun, fantastic game where you're going to have to tell us what the characters are and who they're from. Like that, but in reverse. Strike that, reverse it. As I filibuster to take down our background screen here. Which day the what stood where? There we go, awesome. And let's go into that game where we're going to find out on a knock of the door who goes there. Who goes there? Ooh. Ominous, isn't it? We're not playing this game, are we? Is that? Hey y'all, it's just little old me. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna play that game. We're gonna play the game that I put up behind. This. Huh. We're going to too many different things, having too much fun, ladies and gentlemen. As we're not gonna find out who goes there, we're gonna find out which day the what stood where. Great stuff. So we have five characters up there. So I want you to tell me uh, what the movie uh, they are from, the character name, and the year of the film. Well, in fact, wow. you're not going to tell us the year of the film. You're going to put them into that chronological order and tell us which day the what stood where. So do you yeah, know wow. any of those characters just by gandering at them there? Oh, uh, well. The last one, I know. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. What is it? What is it, Angela? I don't know the character, but the movie is Rio. No, I believe. it's not. It's not Rio. Rio. No, he may look oh, slightly God. 3D, but unfortunately, no. This is from our Disney special as well. Well, I know, I know the first one and the last one. I believe. Ooh, nicely done. What do you think the first one could be? The first one's from Beauty and the Beast. Ooh, nice. Uh, I, I believe, and um, I think that it's. Uh, I think it's, I'm guessing, LeFou? Ooh, I like it. LeFou, yeah, I'll give you that. LeFou, exactly, he is LeFou. Yeah, yeah, I am LeFou, yeah. That's not his accent. Oh, look, he moves. Exactly, yeah, he jumps around. Oh, wow, he's really He has too much agile. fun. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what he had on his rider, but, like, you know, he's definitely taken, he's jumping off the walls. So that is LeFou from uh, Beauty and the Beast. And if you know what year that came out, you don't have to necessarily reveal it now, but you could use that information to put them into finding out which day the what yeah. stood where. Were they before or after some of these other characters? Good, so we got LeFou in there. Perfect. What are some other characters? The last one... Yeah? ...is from Aladdin. Yes, correct. Point. Yeah. Nice. And... and uh... It's going to really get me. Performed by someone who uh, passed away relatively recently. Oh, it, it's uh, Godfried. Gilbert, Gilbert Godfried. Godfried. Yes, I'll give you a point for that. Nice. 
Um, and uh, ooh, he's got a funny name. He does. He does have a funny name. He has a, a somewhat Shakespearean name, um, and he's not necessarily a nice character in this film, so he might be on the villain's side. Iago, something like that. Yes, nice. Points. Well done. Okay. Awesome, it is Iago, yes. It's a Iago, yeah. With a gruff voice like that. Beautiful stuff. So we've got three others up there having a look at those chats and yell them out if you can see any of them up there. Which one? I know the, the fish or the eels are from yes. the Little Mermaid. Yes, Little Mermaid. Perfect. Awesome. Do you know And I names? think um, helped out by the chat, they're Flotsam and Jetsam. Yes. Awesome. You're getting double points as well for this round, I should be saying. You can't see the scoreboard. Yes. Yes, getting double points. Good. Flotsam and Jetsam there. Perfect stuff. Awesome work. And what about uh, any of the other characters? We've got two more up there. Is the dragon from Mulan? Yes, the dragon is from Mulan. Awesome. Do you know the character's name? I'm going to have to go to the chat for that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mushu. Mushu, yes, correct. It is Mushu from Mulan. Nicely done. Beautiful work. And now the little guy in the middle. Do you know what he's from? No. He's from... I don't want to give you a point for getting that correct, but you've got think... too many points, Vinny. <laughs> Pocahontas. Yes, Pocahontas. Nice, awesome, and do you know his, his name? name? Has come up in chat. He's um. Let me refer not to a, the chat. Yeah, he's not a Nico. Yes, I was about to say uh, he shall inherit it. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful stuff, great. So we've got all of our characters down there. We've got LeFou from Beauty and the Beast. We've got Mushu from Mulan. We've got uh, Miko from Pocahontas. We've got Flotsam and Jetsam from The Little Mermaid. And we've got Iago from Aladdin. But now we have to find out, because we found out what stood where, we now have to find out which day they stood there. So who was going first to last? So your Disney knowledge may help you out. If you know what year the Disney films they were in came out, you might be able to put them in the right order. I know. It's a, it's okay. Our Disney one, so yes. You can work together as well for this if you want. I reckon the eels go first. I reckon Little Mermaid too. Yeah. Awesome. Little so Mermaid first. Down here. Yeah. Great. Then I think LaFou. 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 What's the last one? Aladdin. Yeah. Aladdin Aladdin, or Beauty and the Beast, which came first? Awesome. Oh, um, Maybe Beauty and the Beast. Let's have a think about this. Uh, Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin. Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast. I think it's the other way around. Aladdin first, then Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I have yeah, a, I think so. I have a feeling on that level, then before that, possibly. No, I'm not even going to go there, but I think that's right. I'm, I'm not 100%, but it feels right. No, I see. Um, well, you happy with that? Uh, you can keep going, keep, keep talking around. Um, uh, look oh, down did Pocahontas come before Mulan? Pocahontas, I think, did come before Mulan, yeah? Nice. Ooh. I just love the characters. I love looking at the little smiles. <laughs> Especially Pocahontas, this... Pocahontas, Pocahontas. I will do no such thing to her, sir. Sorry. It's, uh, sorry, Pocahontas then. <laughs> uh, great. Also, I'm, I'm more uh, happy that I got around that like hint by saying the Shakespearean reference that you got. Um, <laughs> I was gonna. Go, <laughs> I kept on going down the garden path of going little uh, shop of horrors with the meek shall inherit reference, and I was just like, "No, that's too eclectic. I don't know." Great mm -hmm. stuff. So, uh, are you guys feeling comfortable in that location? Do you think that that's 
where they all mm. belong? I think so. Yeah. yeah I feel I feel kind of Pretty. intermediately comfortable. <laughs> intermediately comfortable. I like it. It's a good position to be. Let's go back in there. And I'm also going to triple the points on this round too. So in this allocation round. So if you get them right in the right position, then yeah, you'll be getting um triple points. Angela, I should be saying I meant all of that directed at you because your screen was up there. <laughs> Vinny, no, you just get normal points. Yes, I get normal charity point. points. <laughs> Not necessarily charity points, but we didn't land on the leveler <laughs> and I was hoping we were going to and I was going to go, great, you both get 42. That's alright. Um, I'm happy with charity points. <laughs> well, there's double points off in our last round and one point can be accrued in our last round, so who knows, it could all really flip around there. So uh, we're going to find that out as we go back into which day the what stood where and find out. So we're going to lock all of these in. I'm going to find out which one came first as I expand my view and take a gander. Awesome! So, in 1989 came out a little film called The Little Mermaid. Nicely done. Yay! Scoreboard comes up. One, two, three, and one. Good. <laughs> Points! Uh, then after that, in 1991, came Le Fou in Beauty oh, and the oh, Beast. Sorry, that was mine, no. Vinny. No. I know. You said that one. Oh, it's all good to see that you're playing along there at home, because unfortunately, Iago came along the year after, as he smacked him in the face for poking him in the beak, uh, in 1992. Uh, and then after that, you got it right, because the Meek shall inherit with Miko in Pocahontas from 1995, and Mushu in Mulan from 1998. So double points, one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, nicely done, woo! Wiggly arms! Yay. Well done. Confetti! That's the way it's played, and that's it's good to see about it. So, now on our scores, we have Angela on 27 points, and we have Vincent Parfit on 55 points. Great stuff. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, Rhea, are you singing Gaston in your head right now? <laughs> oh, you have no idea. I'm yeah. literally playing LeFou over and over right now. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mostly because I did it earlier this week. <laughs> that's what, Yeah, that's why I think Gulfins is bringing it up. Um, beautiful stuff. We finally got to the game as well. Wow. It's been so long. Now, this has been um, every episode since our Disney special, and it's been avoided. So um, it's good to finally get to it. And so it's a lot of fun to have. So yay! Good work. Nice. And levels us out there a little bit more. I'm going to say as well in our uh, next round as well, two double points as well for um, Angela as well in our final tournament. <laughs> so yes, it's going to be fun. Let's have a go then. And bring this screen down behind us and we're going to go into our regular game that's right you guys know at home what how to play this game and uh whether or not you want to play along at home of course you want to play along at home everyone wants to play along at home uh grab your aunties and they can play along too as we of course go into the game which you all know at home and i all know here because i'm setting up the queue to go to it right now and that is venkman burn in hell with Quizarena Live Zena cards. That's right, we're going to be delving into our psyche and we're going to see if we can communicate some ESP on five of these little Zena cards. So each of these are going to have the classic Zena shapes on them that you'll be able to call out one at a time and see if you know which one I'm holding up. 
Sometimes <laughs> I'm going to actually try and communicate it to you. Sometimes I don't even look at it. Sometimes I, you know, try and throw you off. Sometimes I just sing the MASH theme in my head. Who knows what could happen. I do hope you don't do what Bankman does. No, well, that's it. We haven't set up. We can't do the whole electrical thing yet, um, you know. Uh, there has, is smoke around, so I don't know what's burning, but we'll find <laughs> out very, very soon. Uh, but the cards, of course, that you can choose on from each week are, of course, the golden circle or the yellow circle, the blue wavy lines, the black square or black box, the red cross or plus, or the, yeah, was it green star, which likes to get keyed out with the green screen. So get on in there and choose. The coroner has been quite good at this, uh, guessing every time. There's also no trickery in this, no Hindu shuffles or Hindu shuffles of any kind, um, or forcing or anything. I'm literally just going to be choosing a card, and this week I'm not even going to look at it. That's right, because I might even give you guys away. I'm just making sure it's the right way around. <laughs> good stuff. But I will still try and communicate it to you. So what card am I holding up? <clears throat> Ooh. Wow. I know. Ooh. What could we okay. be Who first? I know. Well, we've got people out there already. Uh, what are they saying, Ree? We've got the coroner who's saying it's the black box. Uh, and then uh, Google Fiends is saying it's the uh, yellow circle. Um, Jordan M going with the green star again. Kate Miller going for the red cross. Phil Robinson going for wavy lines. Robert Woods, g'day, how you going? Good to see you. He's going for the green star. And Lux Voco is going for our green star fish. Awesome, if that's the one that we have up there. Who knows? Awesome. I'm going to be communicating it to you. Awesome. What do you think it is, Vinny? I reckon it's the uh, circle. You think it's a circle? Nicely done. Awesome. And what are you thinking, Angela? I'm going wavy lines. Wavy lines, nicely done. Awesome. Two points on for a correct answer, two points off for an incorrect answer, and we're going to find out what it is. Let's find out what Shadow thinks it is. What does Shadow know? Shadow, darling, what do you think Richard's holding up? Oh, okay, you're actually coming over. Hi. Hey, it's always Hi. a good sign. Well, I'll tell you what. Hold on. Let me get my deck here, and um, we will get mm. Shadow to select. See if we see can if get it. it. Yes. All right, baby. We need, like, a puppy cam, which is, like, a little... <laughs> Um, if you want to try and strap one to him, that's just, your, <laughs> yeah, your thing. Shaking. Yeah. I've got a steady right, cam. We'll strap one. that to pick it. One. <laughs> that one? Don't have to lick it. Just pick one. Good stuff. Right, also doing that, anybody else out there as well, get in amongst it. Anyone in the room can play. Anyone in the house can play. You can yell across your balcony to your friends and say, What's he holding up? And you can find out what it is. What What's Shadow say? I'm terrified if I actually yelled that in my neighborhood what the responses would be. Well, that's it. But Shadow has Bruce. selected the black, the box. black box. Nicely done. Beautiful stuff. Well, it is for everyone else out there. I'm pretty sure a couple of you got it. It is the green star. Nicely done. Woo. Points. Awesome. Did we get any points back here, though? No. 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 Just loss of two points each. <laughs> Nicely done. A sad confession. <laughs> I know. <laughs> At least there's no electric shocks like in the um, the movies, you know, because anything could happen uh, with with that. Um, beautiful stuff. Um, 
Well, it's a good chance as well to have a bit of a shout-out to where the people can find us as well. Anything you guys would like to promote, either a good cause, like a charity or something like that. We've made mention a couple of times to Arbor Day and um, uh, to the Black Dog Institute out there for mental health as well, because April being Mental Health Month as well. Um, and Rhianne Elizabeth Irons is also doing the Kiss Goodbye to MS uh, run as well, so you can get onto her uh, links that are in the description as well to jump onto her campaign and support just, her. Uh, they just found out something about MS ms didn't they did they in the news I they found know. out that uh ms uh has a hugely strong link from uh the blood that they used to take from military people and pretty much everyone who has ms has um had galangela fever before really hmm. wow so they're finding links every day because i was reading hmm. an article about dna which had to do with with that and and certain different um uh, ailments that, that are out there too. It's, it's fascinating when you read those scientific articles as well. Um, hmm. Hopefully, fingers crossed that we can yeah end some of these terrible afflictions on people. Um, but yeah, if there is a cause that is specific, specifically close to your heart, please uh, feel free to mention it to our viewers. Well, I work for two charities which I adore, and one so one's Bus Stop Films, and that's oh, uh, teaching people uh, living with disability filmmaking and mm -hmm. not just teaching them filmmaking but helping them prepare and get jobs in the film industry oh, uh, so I really love that and empowering uh, inclusive filmmaking and I also work at the Wayside Chapel in King's Cross and um, work with uh, everybody there and all the visitors and I love there's so much judgment placed on people and people you know, living with addiction and homelessness. And I just always say if people could sit down with the visitors for like, mm. I don't know, five minutes and hear their story, I think uh, there'd be a much better level of empathy and understanding in the world. So I think, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I think, um, I guess my point, just, <laughs> you know, everyone's got a story. I was going to say, yeah, happy confetti <laughs> for that. No, that was still lined up for that. No, I'm going to give you five Sad points confetti. just for that. That's it. No, happy confetti. That's beautiful. It's so good to hear as well. Um, both about bus stop films as well, too. So that's, that's lovely to hear. And definitely shout out to those uh, institutions and support them as well. Um, beautiful to see. Uh, uh, I was going to say as well, Rihanna, did you want to make mention about the MS, uh, Kiss Goodbye to MS? Sure. It actually begins this Sunday, the 1st of May. So from the 1st of May to the 31st of May, I will be walking and running 50 kilometers to raise money and awareness for multiple sclerosis. As we know by now, multiple sclerosis affects far too many people in this world. And well, there's just simply no cure for it. And what's worse is it strikes people down in the prime of their life, usually affecting those between the ages of 30 to 50. So I wanna get on it as quickly as I can and see if there's any way that I can help out. So join me this coming Sunday as I begin the vlog to, uh, well, make sure that I don't die, essentially. I've got to make sure that I get it home every day and upload it just so you guys can see what we're doing. But get on it. My link is in my bio on all social medias. Just click on the Kiss Goodbye to MS campaign. Otherwise, check the description below. 
Beautiful, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, get in amongst that because absolutely everyone should be supporting those different uh, fantastic charities out there. Um, and as well, whilst I've got you on the camera too, I wanted to make mention about um, some of the fantastic things that you shared on Instagram about Dracula's up there. Uh, I mean, it's a fantastic cabaret venue up there too. And I got out to see the Resurrection Tour. And uh, I thought we'd throw, before we run into our tournament, which we are running a little bit late, but we're going to get right into our tournament in just a second. Uh, we're going to throw a question out there and I actually was lucky enough to get uh, Onyx who was one of the performers in the show to answer this question out there and uh, I don't know if you remember the answer sorry the question uh, to all of our people out there but we'll ask it for our guests and I'll tell you what we can make this a leveler question yeah Ooh, yeah or, or something like that or uh, otherwise no you'd have a better idea as well I, I'm happy to do whatever we can to to make it all fun and dandy and happy endings so yes I should say that for under the covers. Anyway, yes, the question yes, the question is literature based anyway. So I think that this should be something that both of our guests would be apt at, at knowing at least the source material out. Um, would would you like to ask the question or would you like me to? Oh, let's see. I think I remember literature the one. Literature based. I remember the question because I gave it to you. Yes, I was about to say good because it's that question. <laughs> there we go. The secrets of television, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? Shall we do this? And yes, let's do this. When in doubt, get the author to do the literature question. That's yes. it. Yes. Um, beautiful. So, yes. Who inspired Bram Stoker's Dracula? Who was the inspiration? Nicely done. Mm. Awesome. So who wow. inspired Bram Stoker's Dracula? Uh, like historically, as in, so like Vlad the Impaler. Nice. Yes. That's what you're Vlad the Impaler. Beautiful stuff. Too. You both got it right. So I'm going to say you both go up to 53. <laughs> Look at that. Take that, Vinny. Take that. Go leveler. <laughs> leveler question. Actually, I should be, shouldn't be saying that. We should find out from Onyx himself if, if that's correct. Let's find out. <laughs> awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're here. Quiz Arena Live with Onyx live from the Dracula Show Resurrection. And he has a question for you. Now, your question that you're going to be asking, I guess that would be, what was the basis for the Dracula novel? What was the basis for the Dracula novel? Vlad the Impaler! Your co-star! Yes, that's right, good friends. Oh, fantastic. Well, get on down here, ladies and gentlemen, to see the Resurrection yes. Tour in Sydney, Wollongong, Melbourne, and of course, Hobart. And so you, you can see this amazing, gorgeous match. Let's turn around, we can get the gorgeous view of you. Oh, look at that, stunning. And the legs, you've got to see the legs. Come on down, ladies and gentlemen! Beautiful stuff. So, of course, that was Onyx, and his co-star was Vlad the Impaler. Vlad Tepish out there. Or Vlad Dracula, if you like your history. Um, which we went off on a massive tangent about vampires on our um, Patreon subscription um, uh, discussion. We went on for, what was it, four hours? I thought it was two, but we had... Almost over, five hours. Almost five hours. So, yes, <laughs> always a long like, slog, and we played games. We plugged yeah, games. Yeah, but my Instagram live is still beating us. We went for eight hours on that. So That's it. That was yeah. full on, and that was over in wow. Los Angeles and Australia too. So I wanted to make a shout out to uh, Robert Woods as well, who is an, uh, uh, another special guest who has been on in the past, coming from all the way over in uh, Perth, I think, on Western Australia. So yeah, so good to see you here. Love to see you guys all over the nation and the community that is happening out there in the chat. But without further ado, why don't we jump into our last round, which of course is our Quiz Arena tournament. I'm going to start it up in the background. 
just as we have about a minute to go before we have our intro. So if there is anything that you would like to make a shout out to, even if it's something that you're watching at home, I know The Boys is coming out soon, and so I'm really keen to see that on TV. Um, yeah, anything that you're watching or excited about? Well, I do have a little something that I'm super excited about because, yeah. well, we all know that I broke the Screen 6 News Arena at the beginning of the year when we started back up. So now I'm coming back with some more Scream 6 news. Hayden Panettiere played Kirby in Scream 4, and her fate was rather ambiguous. Looks like she's back for Scream 6. Ooh. Cool. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Awesome. Always looking forward to her coming back. Um, great stuff. We've also got uh, Robert Woods saying that his film, An Ideal Host, is now available on Tube in Australia. So, yes. Get up there and see that. So that's a fantastic little short film that was touring around the country and around the world, I'm pretty sure, uh, which uh, was fun. It's just like a, a fun little sort of quirky uh, horror that's out there. Quick so, question. Yeah. I'm wondering if anyone's seen The Cursed Child. I'm, I'm, I've read it. I just haven't seen it. No, I haven't. Anyone? I don't know. Yeah. Unfortunately, maybe that might be a question, though. As we go into the Quiz Arena tournament, you people at home might be able to know if you answer these questions that are quite hard this week from Rihanna Elizabeth Irons in our Quiz Arena Live tournament. our first question in the sex and the city movie 2008 what number does samantha have on her paddle at the auction one nine six nine two six nine three one three four one two three see how i got around that by not saying the naughty ones <laughs> Anyway, hopefully you guys have seen this one, uh, Sex and the City, uh, obvious puns to be made, but we're saving that for under the covers. Um, <laughs> so all you've got to do to play along is to put in the chat one, two, three, or four, corresponding to the correct answer, because obviously you want to win. Otherwise, if you don't want to win, put in the wrong answer. Um, what are you guys thinking, our special guests? Two. You're thinking two, sure. 69, purely because it's, yeah, Sex and the City. Nice. Awesome. What are you thinking out there, Vinny? Well... Yeah, it's either going to be that she's very unlucky or she's gone sexual. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to go the other way and just to make it a bit of fun, I'm going to go number three with number 13. Nice. Awesome. 69 or 13. Beautiful stuff. We'll find out there. And uh, Re, maybe you might be able to answer. What's our answer? The answer is 1969 oh. because auction paddles in New York have to have three numbers. Okay. Oh, nice. Of course, auction paddles. See, that's why I just read out the questions. Here was me thinking, like, you know, she's in river rafting. I was just like, oh, peril in the city. Peril in the I'm section. I'm sure city. that was the paddle you were thinking of, my dear. That's it. Rapid waters or something like that. Oh, great stuff. I'm just noticing our back. There we go. Awesome. Question cool. number two. What was the last motion picture from a major studio to be released for home movie on Betamax video cassette format? One, train spotting. Two, shine. Three, primal fear. Or four, mission impossible. Great films there. Great films. Great yes. question. Yeah. And Betamax, great shout out. Yeah. Turn on the A-track. 
I'm I'm gonna go for number one. You gonna go train spotting? I'm gonna go number four. Nice. Train spotting to find that pill at the bottom of the toilet. Is it Mission Impossible? It is. It's your primal fear. I don't know. Just trying to swing them all together, really. Uh, <laughs> nicely done. So, Mission Impossible for you, Angela, and train spotting for you, Vinny. Awesome stuff. Uh, well, maybe there might be some interesting facts out there that uh, Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons will be able to tell us about this one. What's the answer, Rhi? Oh, the answer is you know me. You know me well. It's Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Nicely done. Woo! Boom, boom. Yeah, no done. random oh. fun facts other than I'm just a huge Tom Cruise fan and this is just something I've had locked away for tonight. Yeah, that's it. I'm noticing that it's, yeah, it's not coming up with the, there's a little bit of a time lag in the representation. The questions are coming up, right? But there's definitely a lag in the thing. It is lighting up for me and you're right. Mission Impossible is right. Gulfiends, Lux, Voco and Darren all got that right. So it is getting registered. Um, question number three. Which movie includes the crazy credit of no animals were harmed in the making of this film. However, we did manage to sprain two ankles, break one wrist, squirt one extra in the eye with chili, and drive our UPM into insanity. Was it one, whatever it takes, two, Space Jam, three, get over it, or four, bring it on? Great stuff. Nice question. There. Number two for me. You can go, Space Jam! Space Jam! Space Jam! Oh, I love that with some marmalade. Oh. Oh. Great stuff. And what would you be thinking, Angela? Um, I will go bring it on. Bring it on! Nicely stuff. So two and four. Great work. Um, I, I'm assuming then you've seen at least those two films. Yeah. What's a, I don't even know what a UPM is. I know. I'm trying to think of it as well. I'm thinking of it like as a first AD or something like that. Someone who's running around there and usually is, has to be in charge and has their mind going off. Um, beautiful stuff. <laughs> but what is our answer, Ree? The answer is get over it. It is get over it. And Donovan Montgomery, you got that right out there. Wow. So nicely done. And Good a work. UPM is a unit production manager. Oh, of course. Oh, yes, it is. Unit production manager. <laughs> It's because I Quite put it in lowercase. That's why we didn't understand. Exactly. That's right. That's it. Yeah. That's right. It wasn't an initialism. Beautiful stuff. <laughs> uh, great work. And everybody else playing along out there, fantastic to see you getting in amongst there for our next question. Question number four. Awesome. Which film boasts the tagline of no names, no badges, no mercy? Was it one, lawless, two, hobo with a shotgun, three, gangster squad, or four, end of watch? Oh, some nice, some good films out there that maybe not everyone has seen. But if you're a diehard uh, cinephile, maybe you have. Does this one stick out to either of you guys? No, but I'm going to guess one. Nice. You're going lawless with it. Mm. Uh, you're going Lucy with it. Lucy lawless. Um, and what about you, Vinny? I'm going to go number one as well. Nice. It just seems like the most, the most fitting. Nice. You're mm. just going to stick with the lawless bunch. I love it. Um, speaking of Lawless as well, we were just discussing as well the other day uh, how in Movie World they used to have Bonnie and Clyde. They've still got the car out the front, but I don't know if they've got much Bonnie and Clyde out there. But I was really wanting to see um, the Joker, not the Joker, the, the Penguin, the new take that they have on him. All um, like, you know, big and scarred. But our answer, what was it, Ree? It's Gangster Squad. Gangster Squad, yeah. that's right. Gulfiends, Jordan and Donovan all got it right. So nicely done. Oh, wow. Awesome. Uh, and Kate Millard having a shout out there with Hobo with a Shotgun. Amazing. Awesome. And yes, and a shout out to Monster Squad 2. Another fantastic film. I love Monster Squad. It's another guilty pleasure. All the movie monsters jumping in there as well. Uh, great stuff. 
And our next question, question number five. Halfway through it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, OZ Whitehead played a, a teenager when he was 50 years old in which classic western? One, the sons of Katie Elder. Two, the man who shot Liberty Valance. Three, stagecoach. Or four, Rio Bravo. OZ Whitehead. Such an interesting name. Isn't it, though? I don't know about you, but I, I have, I'm thinking of pause every time I, I think of it. Yeah, um, very clean pause. <laughs> very clean, yeah, because the ozone. Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, is this one that you've seen or the one you might know? I, I have seen... Uh, I think I've seen Stagecoach. I haven't seen Rio Bravo. I'm just going to go Stagecoach for myself, number nice. three. Stagecoach. I'll go The Man Who Shot Liberty Balance. Nice. Number two. Number two. Beautiful stuff. Well, we'll find out in our next round. In the what was the answer, Ree? It is the man who shot Liberty Valance. Oh, nice, done. Well done. Nice stuff. So you get double points there. Nice and two points off. Nicely done. Beautiful stuff. Oh, already the points are forty-seven for Vincent Parfit and Angela Blake at fifty-five. It's already flipped. It's already oh. flipped. I know. It's going crazy. Gulfiends, <laughs> Riri, Phil, Donovan, and Darren all got that right as well. We go into question number six. I know, it's all fun and games. Yay! Here we go. In Submerged 2011, what weapon does killer Danny Miller use to torture his victims? One, a straight razor. Two, scissors. Three, a meat cleaver. Or four, a knife. Nice. Have either of you seen this film? No. I have not. Another eclectic film that uh, it's an Australian film actually. Okay. Um, give a I'm shout out if, in the comments if either anyone has seen this out there. Do know that people have been commenting on IMDb. I'm a regular checker of it. Um, starred as well Peter McCallum, as well, which you may know. Another actor in Sydney. Which would you be thinking though? Let's lock one in. You can appeal to the experts as well if you do want. I'm going to go for number three. I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about, but nice. yeah, number three. <laughs> nice. Going for number three. And what would you be thinking, Angela? Oh, look, I'll guess one. Number one, a straight razor. Oh, far too clinical. Um, Gulfiends and Kate got it right with scissors because Danny Miller was a character that I played in Submerged, in which case I was a serial killer. I was the younger version of Peter McCallum's character. And yeah, used a big pair of art scissors uh, in it for oh. some reason. And yeah, would cut up pictures and cut up bits and stuff like this and be Mary McCallum. And walk through mangroves barefoot. So yeah, don't do that. That hurts. Uh, but <laughs> yes, scissors. So nicely done. And thank you very much, Reed. <laughs> nice shout out there. <laughs> You're welcome. I knew I couldn't resist sliding something like that in there. Exactly. Awesome. Our question number seven. Which director was banned from filming at Disneyland in the early 1960s by Walt Disney himself? One, Stanley Kubrick. Two, Ingmar Berman. Or three, Billy Wilder. Or four, Alfred Hitchcock. Who was banned mm. from filming at Disneyland? Mm. By Walt Disney himself. <sighs> I've got to say number one for me. Stanley Kubrick. Nice Stanley Kubrick, you dirty bastard. You dirty, dirty <laughs> Kubrick. <laughs> awesome. What would you be thinking, Angela? You know, I will guess number two. Number two. Nicely stuff. Ingmar Berman. Awesome. Once said, what was it? Throw a, 
an arrow out into the field and see where it lands, then pick it up and throw it again or something like that. Oh, analogies of filmmaking, I'm sure. Many people out there would be going, no, you're <laughs> wrong, Richard! Which I probably am and often are. But there we go, it's jump up the back there. We've got Alfred Hitchcock and Gulfiends, oh, Riri, wow. Jordan and Kate all got it right. Unfortunately, points off. And the reason being was a direct quote from Disney himself. Because he made that disgusting film, Psycho. Ah, <laughs> nice. That disgusting film. Just because it had a toilet in it. That's all. <laughs> Just because it flushed. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. As we go into our question number eight. Oh, almost there, ladies and gentlemen. So jump on those points. There's oh. points to be had. Who was the magician in the children's show Puddle Lane from 1985 to 1989? Was it one, Terry Jones? Two, Neil Innes? Three, John Human. Four, Eric Idle. Awesome. Well, Great question here. Hopefully you guys might know the show Puddle Lane out there. Muddle, puddle, puddle, muddle. Yes. Had a nice nostalgic trip. Uh, but do you guys know who played the magician? I have never heard of this show. Oh, it was one from my childhood. I loved it. It's an old... Is it? In Australia? It's an old English show. But it played in Australia, like, yeah, in early mornings around, like, you know, Raggy Dolls times. And... I never got up early. Oh, I had school in the morning, so <laughs> we slogged this. But have a choice. So we got Terry Jones, Neil Innes, John Human, or Eric Idle. You can go for well, really quick. I'm going to go Eric Idle. Eric Idle and Vinny? Um, okay, so uh, I've got two choices. It's either Neil or the other game. Yeah, um, you can't see it yet, but I can see it. I Quick. can't see it. That's right. Um, <laughs> it's uh, I'm, I'm going to go um, John Human. John Human, nice. Both of you lose two points. It was <laughs> Neil Innes. <laughs> Nicely done. Neil Innes wrote the music for a lot of um, uh, Monty Python's shows in the Hollywood Bowl. He was uh, out there playing uh, different songs and stuff like this. Uh, Robert Woods, uh, Gulfiends, Phil Donovan, and Darren all got that right. Nicely done. Beautiful work and great reference out there. Our penultimate question. 12 Angry Men from 1957 was nominated mm. for three Oscars, but lost in all three categories to which film? One, The Three Faces of Eve. Two, The B Bridge on the River Kwai. Three, uh, Sayonara. Four, Peyton Place. Which of those four films was the one that they lost out to for the three Academy Awards in 1957 for 12 Angry Men? What I'm going to go two. Nice. The Bridge Over the River Choir. Nice. And uh, what would you be thinking, Vinny? Any suggestions? I, I would be thinking number four. Peyton Place. Nice. different. Nice. It is it's good to be different uh, as well out there. Why don't we give them a 50-50 on this one, Ray? Oh, I like 50-50. Go. In that case, I'm going to knock out Peyton Place, and The Three Faces of Eve. Nicely done. Awesome. You can lock in your things now if you're going to change I'll them. I'll stay with two. Nice. Awesome. Vinny, you going to change? Oh, I'm going to have to change. Yep. <laughs> Quick. Three. Um, okay. Two. It, um, one. I don't want to go with the same one as yourself. I mean, it takes away all of the... I'm going to have to go with the one that's not real. Sayonara. Sayonara. Awesome. <laughs> Angela got the points. Two points. <laughs> Nicely done. And actually, to let you know, all of those films were featured in the 1958 Academy Awards. Peyton Place was the only one that was only nominated and didn't win anything. Oh, nice. Awesome stuff. And our last question in our Quizarina tournament. Who directed One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest from 1975? One, Stanley Kubrick. Two, Milos Forman. Three, John Carpenter. Or four, Jerry Menzel. 
Awesome. Who directed One Flew Over the Cookie's Nest? 1975. Get into the comments down there if you know what it is. <clears throat> what would I'm going to go number two. Go on number two. Milos Forman. Two. Awesome. And what about you? I Angela? think I will go two as well. Nice. Milos Forman. Beautiful stuff. And I'll give you double points as well, if, if um, both of you double points if you get this one. Nice stuff. What is our answer, Ree? It is Milos Forman. Milos Forman! Yay! Points! <laughs> so, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Nicely done! Woo! Fantastic. Confetti. Milos Forman! Robert Woods, Steve McGrath, Gulfiends, Phil, Lux, and Darren all got that right as well. So congratulations out there. Beautiful stuff as we move into our leaderboard and we find out who is at the top of our leaderboard this week. Congratulations out there. And some really good questions. Very hard ones. Uh, yeah, I know, wasn't it? It was hard. Yeah, she's, she's <laughs> learning. The computers are listening. It's <laughs> great stuff. And we move into... Any second now. There we go. As the gremlins slowly move across, we have coming wow. in 10th place, Steve McGraw with one point. Congratulations. Awesome. We have coming in 9th place, Jordan Messenger with three correct answers. We have coming in 8th place, Kate Miller with three correct answers. We have coming in 7th place, Lux Boko with three correct answers. Coming in 6th, Robert Woods with three correct answers. Coming in 5th, Donovan Montgomery with four correct answers. Coming in 4th, Phil Robinson with four correct answers. Coming in 3rd, Riri with four correct answers. Coming in second, Darren with six correct answers. And coming in first place, Gulfiends with eight correct answers. Congratulations, guys. Amazing work. And... You got it! You got it! So nicely done! Congratulations to everybody else out there playing along. Whew, it was a hard slog, but all the more earned, wasn't it? Uh, as we have a look at our Quiz Arena live board, we've got Vincent Parfitt on 45 points and Angela Blake on 57 points. A new high score, I think, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is. Fantastic. 57 points already awarded out there. So, so good to see. Uh, and yeah, perfect. It's a high bar for everyone on the show to come up and compete against. And the level are already working out there. So, great stuff. Thank you guys so much out there who played along in our quiz. We're so loving the community that's building. And to see so many of you playing along and getting onto the leaderboard out there. Each week you have the chance of getting the title of the Quiz Arena Champion. And Ghoul Fiends, this is yours tonight. So, lord it over the mortuary. <laughs> that sounds so wrong, even though I know you're actually there. But uh, yes, Lord away. Uh, you can tell the, the um, coroner even, even though they keep getting it um, right with, uh, what is it, uh, Venkman Burn in Hell. So very good there. Um, and share it around as well so that you can Lord away your win to your friends on Facebook, on the Twitterverse, on the Instagramverse, and everywhere else out there. And join me in thanking our fantastic guests, Angela, Blake, and Vincent Parfit. Thank you so much, Angela and Vinny. Uh, Angela, whereabouts can people find you? Yeah, if you look up SF3, so it's the letter S, the letter F, uh, I can't even speak, the letter S, the letter F, and the number 3.com.au, and SF3 Fest on Facebook, Insta, and Twitter as well. Beautiful, yeah. Yeah, that's me there. Exactly. Smartphone Flick Fest or SF3, right? Because we got three Fs in there. 
Yes, beautiful stuff. Get in amongst there too. And the other fantastic organizations that you're also supporting and a part of too. It's so lovely to see out there. And thank you so much. We would love to have you on as another guest. And uh, there has thank been whispers you. about escape rooms. So we would love to have your yeah. expertise on that. Yeah, escaping the aisle with us. Thanks to virtualescaping.com. Uh, and again, out there, if you are wanting your Quizarena Live experience to never end, jump on over there and you can see our New Year's Eve special and comment down below for your chance to win a escape room with Virtual Escaping. Just type 2022 and you can get that over there. Uh, great stuff. Thank you so much. And Vinny as well, thank you too for coming along here. Good to oh, see you back thank you. and hope to see so more much, of you. Um, whereabouts can the people out there find you in the uh, internet verse? Just, just, just about that. Just about that. <laughs> just there. Just about that. Just, 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 just a bit like, you know, just, um, it's hard to do. It's like being a weatherman. It's just that yellow. <laughs> it is. Yes, except out. you're in the middle of the eye of the storm. <laughs> yes. Oh, you'll find me. You'll find me all over the place. Uh, have a look at, uh, have a look on Facebook. I'm there. Yes. That's where he is, ladies and gentlemen. You can find him on Facebook. So great stuff. Awesome work. And thank you so much. Uh, and uh, Ree, again, it's always a pleasure. So good to have you along, not only just for the entertainment news and the amazing expertise you have in every round, um, but it's always a lot of fun having you here as well, too. And we are getting ready for our next segment. I hope you are ready and raring to go. Oh, yes. I certainly am. I'm getting ready to take to the skies. Because uh, what the happens under the covers doesn't always stay under the covers. Join Quizarina Live host Richard Lovegrove and erotic author Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons for a night of debauchery as they give in to dark desires. So you're going to be taken to the star skies, or we're going to be taken to the skies, I'm sure, as it were, which is going to be a lot of fun with our raunchy reviews. So yes, if you subscribe to Patreon, you can get in and amongst that and join us under the covers next up. But for now, our uh, unfortunate journey has to end here at the Quiz Arena. So thank you again so much. Thank you, Ree. Thank you, Angela. And thank you, Vinny. And thank you, everybody else out there at home. We hope you had a very fun time out here and, uh, and there, wherever you are in your respective home. And we look forward to seeing you again next time, next Thursday night at 7.30. Same bat time, same bat channel here on YouTube at the Quiz Arena Live. <laughs> See you later, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> sun never sets on those who ride into it. We just gotta keep going!